Tryna run the town Tell no duck when they hear that sound How they gon' come up now? Heavy as the head that'll wear that crown I'm going pound for pound And if it's about smoke, they'll be tope all of that From an ounce to a pound Take it, they bite in the snout Cause my drip right out the seat How could they be? Give me a couple of rounds Cause I'm a beast When I'm on vitamin G You see this start crumbling now Mad struck, start mumbling now Get the gist, I ain't reaching for cloud Plot twist, I'm the one with the keys Plot bliss, know they look how I freeze Different continents, I be torn We live a life making yours look boring See, we win at the end, it's a spoiler warning Cause I keep eating up on my blood, the whole planet They calling me toxic like global warming But they keep tuning in once again and again I'm the one at the top, just a formal warning Truly, I'm the narrow when it come to movies Get the narrow, entertain the groupies Habanero if you come pursue me But I hop on the gang, to this world up Whenever my girl getting moody And they go with the gang, we all go insane Catching them doves on the duty I'm in stick, see I'm locked in Bought a box, I was like 10 Back then, used to box, nowadays they ain't throwing hands Mama said we got more advanced One thing about me, I adapt, bought a Glock fin Keep me safe on the block in The game kept me off the block Ain't got flexed about looting my Rugas I can shit on you with my computer See my graphics card, cause one of your damn job Can afford to pay you my monitor, big as hell, detail, so I can see when I spray you. Then reload the clip and record the clip. It's go all say to that SSD. Know a whole lot of trigger game hands like me when the C tune into that VGP. What's going on YouTube? It's your boy Dante Crisis back in the hosting position after the travesty that was last week. Now I will never let, I will never steer you wrong. I will never let you down again. I will never let what happened last week happen again. I will never let Omar never, I will never, I will never let Omar ever host this again. Ever. What happened? Until, uh, until daylight saving times happens again. It may never happen again. It happens every year, twice a year. Have you not seen? Oh, never mind. Not ours, Daylight does, ours, ours does not go. F our clocks do not change until the twenty seventh. Yeah, that's, you that's, asked me get rid of it. No, yeah, I, the, no, no, our, no, no. our president the, the, is putting in legislation no. to get rid of it. No, not not yeah. get no no not get rid of it. Make it permanent. Yeah, you're right. So well, technically, yeah, always, yeah. but which is a good thing because in my area, people die when it gets dark too early, and people drive home from work and hit people on crosswalks. So <laughs> I'm all for it. Okay, right. But yes, it's your boy Dante Crisis back in the driver's seat once again going full on Super Saiyan because as the t-shirt says, I am always at maximum. Alright, so first of all, the boy who is, uh, I don't know, I, some, somehow I feel like this is more accurate. The man who seems to be lost in translation, Kofi is here. Kofi, what have you been up to, my guy? Man, so I, I have to say it. 
Uh, we finally, as the Zero Field team, have announced that our fan translation spreadsheet slash overlay program will be available on April 4th. You can basically go to zerofield.net to get all of the instructions. But at the same time, we're doing a huge giveaway uh, between uh, my account hosting one giveaway, uh, my buddy Hanske, and my other buddy February Night. Uh, there are three different uh, copies or versions of the Kurono Kiziki game that came out in Japan last September that you can get. Uh, we're giving away DLC, uh, physical uh, collectible items, art books, tapestries. Uh, all you have to do is basically either go to one of our three accounts um, and see what the rules are, or you could just go to zerofield.net and see all the details there. Um, definitely really excited and you know it's been great working with the team and I, I gotta say guys September 2022 we've got a, another game coming out and we're very excited to do the same thing all over again uh, but it, it also means that I have more free time I'm back on Twitter um, literally just um, installed the app like last night just <laughs> looking at tweets um, the, you know the shenanigans continue and I'm ready for it so you know life has been good guys oh yeah playing GT7 like crazy love it I'm sure we'll get to that topic and then an, uh, an Anno Mutination M uh, which was the China Hero project that was announced an eon ago finally came out on the 16th I love it the character art models remind me of Xenogears uh, that's just like the vibe I kind of get from the game I didn't realize what I was getting into even though I was excited I thought the game was going to be like Mega Man Zero like, you hop in, you're going to slash the people through the level, and I'm like, all oh, for it. But this game has a little more world building to it, and I think that's, like, what I'm looking for in, in these types of games. Like, to me, a Mega Man Zero with more world building and exploration is for me. I know that's not for everybody, so I, that might offend people. But it combining those two things and giving me, like, a story and background, that is just, it's just great. Love it. So, having a good time. Thank, and thank you, Cole, gentlemen. for reminding me to uh, add that to my wish list. Wait for that to go on sale. The Mega Man collection. The, oh, the Mega Man collection? Yeah, you can buy, like, all the Mega Man games. Yeah, um, I own the Zero collection. Yeah, there's multiple collections. Yeah. It's good. Uh, you, hold on, I got them in my Steam library. Uh, but first of all, gentlemen, please join me in a round. Oh, they are on sale. Yeah, probably. We're getting close to the spring sale. Yeah, they got the Legacy Collection, Legacy 1 and 2, and then they have... Yeah, le so there's the, there's the Mega Man Legacy Collection, which is all the games up to 10 or 9. Then there's Mega Man 11. Then there's, the, yeah. then there's the two Mega Man X collections. Right. Yeah, and so this one has Mega Man Zero collections as well. This sale has the Mega Man Legacy Collection, Mega Man Eleven, Mega Man Legacy Collection Two, Mega Man Legacy X Collection Two, X Collection. So it has like all of them. Yeah, that that and yeah, and I, I already own them. But gentlemen, please join me in a round of applause for Kofi. Not only returning to Twitter, but to him and the team getting this translation done. Join me in the round of applause, please. I was wondering why he came back to Twitter. I knew it was an ulterior motive. It had no, like he doesn't he doesn't love you guys on Twitter. He loves his Famitsu people. He does not love his gaming people. But not just that. You guys know it's not just game. that. But he, he had to he had to come and see what all this uh, GT GT seven slander was but, all about. But what I'm saying. Oh, see, here's the I'm thing: saying. the GT slander what has saying. chased me into my where I was. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm saying that there's a group of gaming people that you know. There's the general gaming audience. You hate them. You like the niche. A Mitsu audience. If they don't follow your translations, f them. Yep. Uh, and see if you're not part of the, if you're not part of the Church of Trails, <laughs> Kofi don't bang with you. 
All right, well, seeing as you can't stop talking, Farrell, give us your intro, my guy. Uh, you know, it's your boy Farrell. Uh, lately, I've just been playing a bunch of miscellaneous games. Uh, me and me and my kid played this human falling game. Uh, just got done playing I Am Fish. Played a little bit of Dragon Quest Builders. You know, a lot of kid time lately. Not a lot of adult time. I thought I was going to beat Scarlet Nexus this weekend. But it was my son's birthday party this weekend. Kofi was there. Um, and then we had like uh, had like 50 people at the house, it felt like. So that was squashed. All my gaming time got killed this weekend. So it is what it is. Fair enough, fair enough. And uh, Omar, <laughs> tell me, what have, you, what have you been up to? Yeah, so uh, I'm at the final bus at uh, Anima. The second one, I dropped it for a bit. I started Scarlet Nexus. I'm loving the game. I'm definitely. Look, it's, say a, it's a wonderful game. Like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't rush through it. Like, I'm glad I took it slow through the game. And now that and now that Funimation and Crunchyroll are, are one company, I think they mixed their libraries together recently. Funimation, no, I think I can actually watch the show. It, it's more that Funimation is being dissolved. Yeah, but I'm saying recently they they added the Funimation collect like all everything that wasn't in Crunchyroll they added it in recently I believe. So I wanted to watch the show, but the only way, the only reason I didn't do that is because I didn't I didn't know how different it's going to be from the game. I you're supposed to you're supposed to watch it while you're playing. It's it's meant for you to watch it while you play it because there's. There's codes in the show that yeah, you're no, supposed I, to put into I, the game. I I looked that up on internet. I I didn't want to get spoiled by watching the show, and at the very end, it was not that rewarding. I like what they did. It reminded me with uh, FMS Second Son. They did the same exact thing, but instead of a show, they did it with uh, internet website. Um, other than that, yeah, no, I'm loving uh, Scarlet Nexus. Can you believe it? There are people that skip the cutscenes in this game. Yeah, the um, you can't skip. You, you can't. You, you can't. You can't skip these cutscenes. They're they're really good. The conversations, the the relationship done with the characters is really good. It's insane. Rihanna's story is uh, is fantastic. I'm loving everything second of it. The voice acting is great, and oh man. Between this, between the tunnel DLC coming tomorrow, and between Friday, Ghostwire Tokyo. Dude, I need to clone myself. Wait, Ghostwire is this Friday? Yeah. Shit. I I genuinely need to clone myself for these games. I can't. I like. Okay, side note about Ghostwire. Seeing as they're shutting down the Bethesda fucking launcher, thank Christ. I swear to God, if I get my physical fucking copy and it's a code for the fucking Bethesda launcher, I'm going to yell at Bethesda on Twitter. They're not gonna, they're not gonna read it, but it'll, it'll make me feel better. So yeah, uh, uh, does anyone have any cloning machine hanging around? No, no, but but I, I could split you. I could use my katana and cut you in half. I mean, uh, solve two birds with one stone. There'll be two, there'll be there'll be two of you to do whatever you want, and uh, I get to set my frustrations out. But no cloning technology, unfortunately. 
Alright, and Zero, I see I see you there. You give us your intro, my guy. Oh and for Zero, congratulations, uh, Nintendo finally uh invented something called folders. In the I Twitch. just saw that. <laughs> what? Yeah, congratulations. It only took them five years. Wait, what did they do, Zero, please? Oh, yeah. They invented folders. Folders. Oh. oh. Switch. But they still have yet to invent wallpapers. <laughs> I mean, to be, to be or, fair, I think only Xbox is the only people with wallpapers currently. Or, or right, no PC right. has wallpapers, motherfucker, I'll have you know. You got count. No, I count. Yeah, and not being able to fucking uh, save my, uh, install my games onto an SSD, which will probably and most definitely will run faster than the fucking flash drive that that, that, con- that uh, handheld has. Yeah, can we can we get that anytime soon, please? You can't install on the uh, inserted drum port, the um, SSD? No, but I've been able to find no. I mean, not the SSD, the SD. I'm sorry. Not that I've been yeah, able to find. Yeah, just the SD. Yeah. Oh. I mean, on the other hand, you, what you will get is like just pop in a game and be able to play it day one. No patches. Yeah, like they can no updates. No. That's debatable. Is is that yet? That's debatable. No, for for the most part, you can. For right, the most part, oh, wait, see, here, here's the yeah. difference. For the you live in for the most part, I live in basically all the time. All right, ladies, put put your dicks away. <laughs> Give me your intro. Um, I, uh, I'm in playing the world's greatest shooter currently, and that is obviously Destiny Two. Um, it is absolutely fantastic content. The best, probably the best Destiny has been since the taken king which was destiny one so probably the best this game has been since destiny one i've beat the raid a bunch of times um the raid is fantastic the raid boss is the most unique raid boss we've had so far um it, it's it's just an absolute blast so good on destiny for finally like getting it right and getting up to the spot where they needed to be um and you know making that work of course never stop playing elden ring i literally just hopped off of elden ring to come here and do the show um i'm about 30 hours in i don't particularly know where i am um i think i've only beaten two of the quote-unquote main story bosses have you Uh, have you you killed godrich yes Godrich was the last one i killed yeah quick question uh so Mm -hmm. how many how many bosses would you say you have beaten Oh god. Um It's got to be somewhere around 10. Right. So, you know how you know how uh cuz I've beaten I think I've beaten like more than you at this point. But And you and I would say you're counting like cuz you know there's the I would say the, there's the like the boss boss. Yeah, and then there's sort of Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm counting all of them. Because they, yeah. they are all, are all effectively the same thing. Um, yeah, exactly. you know you know how every boss has a fucking AOE where they are a big giant three sixty sweeping attack where they'll just fucking flail around and hit everything around them, or they'll just cause a big giant shockwave that will take half your health. Yeah, yep. get used to that. That's every fucking boss fight in the game. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, the that dragon was like that. Godric and uh, Morgoth was like that. But the, the the elder tree thing was like that. Uh, the tree sentinel actually, I think he did have a sort of AOE attack. No, he did when he jumped in the yeah. and his uh, and signed his shield on the ground. That's an AOE. Oh, yeah, there's one. I just do. beat him today. I don't think he has AOE. Um, he's 
all the way to the south of the map, um, you have to like walk into this little portal and then you fight him. It's like a circle. And oh, you I know enter... which one you're on about. Uh, uh, hold on. Is, yeah. is he a motherfucker on all fours with... Um... Yes, with like, no, a, with like a hooked blade. Yeah, yeah, no, that's why I turn around and say all bosses have AoEs or 360 sweeping attacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does have the 360. Yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. Um, all they have so to do is cunts. Yeah, I'm, I'm working it out. I'm still running my sort of... Uh, Maze Hughes, uh, Roy Mustang build. So my my fire snap is basically my nut go to attack. So instead, my sword is Roy Mustang. Terrible. Build. That sounds yeah. kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have so yeah. many amazing builds for that game. Like I'm like on Twitter and I see people doing their thing, like Kamehameha's and, and all types of shit. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, hot. I mean, Roy Mustang, yeah. one of the best anime characters ever. Damn right. Yeah, yes. Essentially, Kofi, there is. Man, a- I was. I was watching. Uh, I was watching uh, Brotherhood like last weekend after the show. Yeah, and they have some like they have some like clips in there that you can like just like take out like the the three second clip and like they're like hilarious like for memes and stuff. Mm. One of the greatest animes out there. But yeah, right. it's basically a fire snap. Um, other than that, uh, I finally got to sit down and play uh, Kirby the demo. Oh. Um which is quite delightful. Um surprising. Yes. Yeah, there is. Um Kirby in the Forbidden Land. Yeah. Um, yeah, with throat goat mode um and all of the fun things that come along with is that. Is it really called throat goat cuz if it is Oh my god. Uh what's it called? It That'd it's, be hilarious. it's like uh, it's either big mouth mode um, I mean, that would be that would be amazing marketing, Kofi. You can't. You can't. <laughs> I mean, it's can't it's something. It. I mean, it's very clear, like because they've decided instead of Kirby just absorb eating things and absorbing them, he just you like put a T-shirt with, the color. with Kirby on there. Oh, I'm sure get it's coming. Throat goat on it. I'm it's get, 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 yeah, get get a Kirby T-shirt and put throat goat. I throat promise goat you, the next throat convention throat. anyone goes to, it will be there. Um, but it's a really good game. It's surprising. It's not an open world game, though. I'm about to start uh, selling them until Nintendo shuts me down. Which was the, I guess, problem. Or I guess that's what the assumption it was at the beginning. It's not an open world. It's a bit more linear than it presented itself. Or actually, it didn't present itself to be anything. It's a bit more linear than people assumed it to be. Um, but it's it's a Kirby game through and through. It's not terribly difficult. Um it it has some challenges, um, but it it's a still a solid game. Oh, cool! And uh, Mister Mister Always Late, uh, Jubei, uh, what have you been up to, my guy? Aside from today's frustrations, yeah, um, you know, playing uh, Sea of Thieves with you earlier that was fun until it wasn't. Um, I finished Tunic, one hundred percent, great game. Um, better than uh, um, Death Door. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say better. They're pretty even in my book. Mm, Which one's harder? Huh? Death's Door. Oh, or oh can... t- t- Tunic's way harder than Death's Door. Really? Okay, good. Oh, but, no. Uh, I've played Death's Door. Yeah, it's way it. fucking harder. Okay, good. Death Door like is some of the some of the, uh, some of the combat in Tunic just get, makes you be like, how? It's like, how are you going to hit me like with like a single strike and then like four like AOE effects like back to back to back to back? Like you're going to fucking take damage. There's no way you can. That, that just sounds like me playing Elden Ring. <laughs> so is there any secret bosses in Tunic? Uh, secret bosses. 
No. Like pop, pop tag, mm. aimbot, or something like that. No. To look forward Not to. Really. Okay, so all in game. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so there's no secret bosses or anything like that. There are a bunch of secrets to discover, but no secret bosses. Yeah, of course. In the game, everything got yeah. secret. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they, they don't tell you how to do shit either, so. Yeah, but would you like to explain why, why, what, because I feel like that might need a little expansion on when you said that, uh, uh, we were playing Sea of Thieves and it was really fun until it wasn't. Do you, do you just care to expand a little on that? Oh, yeah. So, um, we were in the middle of doing a, uh, a fort, like, and I guess this was a, a higher difficulty fort than normal, because there was a fuck ton of loot at the bottom of that fort. And the last guy we needed to kill to get the key ended up, uh, glitching underneath the fort where all the loot was. So we couldn't kill him, and we oh, kept trying to figure like out ways. Fault. To... Oh no, it was not my fault. It was, no, it was not my fault. We don't know what the fuck. It happened. just fucking happened. Like because the boss, when the, the fuckers go underground and then pop up elsewhere, he just happened to go into the ground and then pop up into uh, into this fucking area of all the loot that's inaccessible. Yep, without a key, which he has. So. We were, like, trying to devise a way to get him to despawn and come back out, and it didn't work, and then uh, we ended up getting griefed by uh, another party. And they sank us, came back, tried to get revenge, sank us again. So, they said it was, was fun until it wasn't. So that was Jubei's fault? That one, no, 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 no that, one was, uh, that, one, that one was Media's fault. Yeah, it was one of, one of his buddy's faults. It's like you. Why? So you weren't the weak link this time. No. The last time I watched you was last time I watched you were the weak link. You killed Dante. <laughs> yes, that got that, that 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 got highlighted when you blew me up, Jubei. Oh, did it? Yeah, I highlighted it. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> there is there is video evidence that you blew me the fuck up and then laughed about it afterwards. I did laugh about it, but like, nah, your your homeboy was just indiscriminately hitting them barrels, yo. Like, oh, couldn't believe God. it. Yeah, we could have used we could have used those to take down the last two fucking bosses. But no, 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 we no we can't we can't have fun. We we cannot fucking have fun. All right, uh, anything else for your intro? Uh, your intro? Um, no. Um, play Tunic if you like classic Zelda games and like being frustrated and like not knowing where to go. All right, cool, cool. Uh, as for myself, I've been playing, uh, I've actually been playing Halo 4 Spartan Ops, which, uh, I, it's fucking difficult. We're playing on it heroic, we're playing, uh, on it on heroic, but, Jesus Christ, that loves throwing fuck tons of enemies at you in small areas. Like, there is no way to avoid shots, you are going to fucking die. And to my, to what I've been told, the original release of this game had a live system. Yes. So it's like, okay, no, th this game was made to punish you. So this was the difficulty run. It's really fun regardless. Just find it funny that the cutscenes are all about Team Majestic while we play as Team Crimson. It's like, we're the ones who are getting all this shit done. Why are the cutscenes about us? Um, uh, still a better fucking story so far than fucking Halo 4's actual story, uh, which is sad and way better than 5. Um... Been playing. I finished. Um, I finished Space Hulk. Space Hulk Deathwing, which was fun and frustrating in equal measures, but it was still fun. Played and completed Metal Slug Three in one session, which was which Ooh. will be coming soon. That means I've done all the PC Metal Slug games one X and three. Uh, three was a lot of fun. 
Then I started playing a game that I never thought I would actually be able to fucking be play. And that is a small little expansion that people uh, don't know about called Halo uh, Half-Life DK. Which is a exclusive PlayStation 2 campaign on the PlayStation 2 Half-Life game. Mm. It's oh. fucking great. I've been able to play it co-op with a, with a friend of mine, Net, and it's been amazing. Aside from that, uh, was playing some Sea of Thieves, which you can check up on my light on my channel now because I'm keeping my multiplayer streams up uh, from now on. So they, if you ever want to check out the fucking shenanigans, you can just go and check on that. Uh, more Shimagami Tensei Five, GTA San Andreas, which is near, which is probably about two streams away from being done. Elden Ring and Dragon Age Two, which the more and more I play Dragon Age Two, I don't understand why this game gets hate. I fucking don't understand it. The game, the game is a good game, and it's way more balanced than Dragon Age Origin. I, I really feel like people gave that shit, that game, a hard time when it came out, and have way too big nostalgia glasses on. I am talking like fucking comically large spectacles on when it comes to Dragon Age Origin, because that game is not balanced well. Um. So yeah, that's that's what I've that's what I've been up to. So let's get some love to the chat for everybody showing up. What's up, Amadeus? Thank you for showing up. Uh, someone of non-importance is also here. And what up, Dragon Yobi? What's good, my man? And Stanley, Fran Stanley, what's good, my man? And I didn't, unlike FC, I didn't fuck up anybody's name. Yes. Fucking score one for me. Uh, so, yes. First thing we're going to talk about, brief overview, brief little thing for it. Uh, PlayStation has purchased another up-and-coming up studio in Haven. Now, Haven haven't actually released the damn game. There is no game. There nope. is well, no, no, no game. They, they are releasing their game very soon. They are releasing a new... Uh, uh, their debut game is coming out soon, but they do have some interesting talent behind them. So the lead... Uh, the development team is led by uh, the Assassin's Creed, Star Wars, and Google Games veteran Jade Raymond. And apparently she also worked on Metal Gear Solid 3. Undoubtedly. Oh. Uh, is the game actually coming soon? Because if the game is coming soon, that makes me curious as to whether whatever she was working on with at Google, when they decided to close it down, they let her take that with her. Uh, I feel like it's not coming out this year. It's not. I don't think it's but coming out in, uh, this year. Maybe next year? But yeah. Because... What? We have not seen anything, not seen much of charity of gameplay. Go ahead, Dorothy. But what has been confirmed is that it is the dreaded live service game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little confirmed. Well, I mean, yeah. it's dreaded, but it's missing from Sony's catalog of first party. What do you mean by that? They don't really have a lot of, you know, like, I mean, typically live, live service is associated with multiplayer. And that's kind of something I'm gonna that's... Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, by the time this game comes out, there's probably going to be more live service games. So that, that statement, I believe, is going to age like milk. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why, that's why they bought, you know, that's why they bought Destiny and, you know, all that other stuff so that they can have that... Uh, that they can expand their catalog to include some more things. I think you, I think you should also be very uh, specific when you say first-party live service games, like exclusive live, ser live service games. Because if you take third-party into consideration, they, they, they're, they're just as plentiful as fucking Xbox and PC so, at this point. This move, this move seems to be strictly depth-focused. 
Like, they, they literally built this studio from the ground up, if you think about it. No. They gave, they did. They gave a lot of money to... Uh, yeah, they funded it. They, they funded it. Initial, so they gave initial. a lot of money, and then, and then they gave money again. Like, that, yeah, that no, no, there was, it, it follows Sony's initial investment in the studio in March. We don't know how much that was. It was an investment. So they invested in her. They allowed her to make use of PlayStation. Um, uh, what's called um, dev, not dev kits. Um, what's called um, um, like for example, what Gorilla did uh, to um, uh, Kojima. They gave them uh, the Decima engine. They 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 allowed uh. uh Haven Studio to work on any engine they want. Like, uh, this is why this is not a shocking, not a weird move. It makes sense. But if I was PlayStation, I would have picked up uh, um, Ember Lab first. See, here's the thing the reason why I don't feel like it's an obvious thing is because if it's as obvious as it is with all that you've just said, why is Kojima Productions not been bought by them? Can you I don't that? think he wants to be bought. No, but that's my point. Like, clearly they... Can you clearly, repeat that? I said, if if you're using all of these as points that it's obvious that they were going that they were going to get purchased, then that could count. That that could be counted and said. Then why hasn't Kojima Productions been bought by PlayStation yet? Because Kojima doesn't want to be bought. Exactly. By exactly. He's so, enjoying his freedom. Exactly. So clearly, Haven wanted more more financial security. Like the investment was a nice thing to get them going. But then they probably realized, oh, no, we want, we, we, we like that. We want more of that. So we're going to allow you to buy us out. Or they made it. They may have needed more money. I need that money. From the look of it, what PlayStation has seen as them, it's clearly enough for them to not only invest them, but buy them out. Yeah, it's called a live service. It's called the, they're making a live service game. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're making well, a live service game. So, well, it's a, so it's a cheap. If if it is a multiplayer game, you're, are you going to play it? I doubt it. It's a sci-fi game. I need to see what it is because I'm not. But you, you don't play multiplayer games though. If it's multiplayer, Dude, you're I not going to play. play. It's I play right. Borderlands. I, it depends on. What, I played the first Destiny. I played the second okay, Destiny. There is, I, okay, okay, there there is a big difference between. Okay, here's the problem with that statement, and I don't want. I'm not. I'm not dragging this out because I because I did want this to be a passing thing, but the difference is Omar. When you play Destiny, do you play the Crucible? No. No. Then you don't play multiplayer exactly. games. <laughs> exactly. You, you don't play. You no, play. I did you play, play Crucible you play in the cooperative game. multiplayer. You don't play competitive multiplayer. No, but he never said about competitive multiplayer, though. We were talking but, about multiplayer in people, general. When people say, okay, then Jube should be more specific. So Jube, yeah. Jube, lesson for the future. Be more specific, motherfucker. But. When people yep. typically say multiplayer, in the immediate thought, if you are straight-minded, is competitive multiplayer. When you think of when anybody's talking about a cooperative multiplayer, they usually just say co-op. Mm, gotcha. Yeah, no, even Crucible, I played it in Destiny 1. That's how I got my, uh, one of my legendary. You needed to get a certain amount of uh, wins, 100 wins or something like that. Uh, to get that legendary. Um, but other than that, you know, um, I'm gonna wait on see.
Like with Starfield, I have no idea what this game is about. I need gameplay. Without gameplay, I can't uh, form an uh, opinion. I could, I could, I could understand that, but I, I feel like you owe Jube, uh, Jube, Jube's point. If this is a live service game, this is more slightly moving towards a competitive live service game. That's something you then, would not be interested in. Yes, then I'm not interested in. All right, there you go. Uh, but yes, congratulations to Haven. I'm glad you. I'm glad you're. Uh, uh, I'm glad that you sold your soul. Uh, so anyway, I mean, I wish. I wish I knew what this game looked like. They was just like, here's a bag. I haven't seen shit from we'll this. We'll see it at their. I haven't their, even seen no concept art from this dude. Yeah, we'll, we'll no, see something did, at their did, E3 they event. Did, they did. But... They released concept art, and apparently it's a sci-fi game. Sci-fi, um, what called? Um, um, what's the name of that shit? Man, uh, Arte, everybody fucking stop. I, 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 didn't, I, didn't say, I didn't say that they didn't release it. I said I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. And those were, those were his words. Okay. So, um, the first actual topic, uh, Kofi. Yes, sir. Okay, first of all, I just want to show this on screen, because, uh, like, I don't know much about what's going on with GT. I know, bad host, bad Dante, bad host, uh, because I don't have a PlayStation, and racing games are not really my forte. Like, I, I can tell you about fighting games, even though I don't play them, but I'm, I'm, I, I am very invested in the FGC. I can tell you about a lot of other fucking games. Racing games, if it's outside of like Need for Speed, Underground, Underground 2, Most Wanted, and Carbon, I can't tell you shit. <laughs> because I kind of fell off with them and I was never really that interested in uh, in, in Gran Turismo. I'll, I'll admit that. But first of all, yeah. I, I will say this. Uh, thank you to the bot, the butthead. Who who did this? This uh, I'm. If you guys mind opening the stream, I want to show you this because this is this this made me chuckle, but also brought a really big smile to my face because it's moments like this that you realize that y- you've made it in some form, in some form or fashion, you've made it. But uh, a friend of mine, the butt the butthead, did this, <laughs> which is fucking incredible. <laughs> he bought my fucking yeah. logo in GT. <laughs> Oh, did he? Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I need to. My my stream died. That's fucking I dope. Really re- restarted it. So you're you're playing yeah, it now. That's fire. Yeah. And the best thing is, yeah. he put it on a Mini Cooper, the most British thing ever. Some of the Mini Coopers are fun as heck to drive. I'm loading it up now. Sorry, my stream died, and I just didn't. It is fine. Oh yeah, wow, that's really dope. Yeah, because you know I have the shirt, right? I I know that logo very well. That's dope, man. I'm, that that made me so happy. I'm going to send him yeah, the, the Lancer. That's dope, dude. You you. I thought I shown you the my original my original logo. No, but, I mean like it's just cool that he broke out the Lancer yeah, like, right, on yeah. its own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna give him the updated version just for, just for, to see what he could do with that. But no, seriously. Uh, okay, the other th- the only things I know about GT7 so far is unfortunately the negatives. It, it's a beautiful game yeah. from what I've heard. It's a nice looking game. Yeah. Uh, NPCs aside. Um, but the two biggest things that are coming out of my way is, Kofi, why are they selling cars now for, like, 20 fucking dollars? Right. Because they why, want them why, to, and also, they want them to emulate. Emulate. How, how, how the fuck, because I heard the multiplayer broke like a motherfucker, like the online broke. Please, Kofi. It did. Tell me, what, what happened? So, if we're to look at uh, GT7 from, like, a bird's eye view 
outside of the debacle with the multiplayer, as you and Jube were just about to point out, a lot of things were done really well. Two weeks before the game came out, uh, Polyphony Digital announced that anybody who played Gran Turismo Sport would automatically have all of their decals, all of their online progress and reputation automatically migrated. And if you didn't want it migrated, you were able to flip a switch. There was basically nothing to do. If you had something that existed at all, if you ever had your um, information touched the uh, the Amazon, I'm mean, sorry, Amazon, uh, PlayStation um, Plus, you know, server updates for your save files, it would be migrated when you logged into GT7. Great job. Um, uh, what else was there? That they were talking about Sophie and having, you know, AI and all this stuff that they're going to eventually add that, that uses cloud infrastructure to help with more intelligent drivers. Uh, they, they describe it really quick. I'll just say that they describe it in a way that the driver can be very uh, skilled at certain individual things but then might also show inexperience and so it's supposed to be kind of like an ai that could drive with you in multiple events as you go through uh the cafe challenges or uh different missions or things like that so i thought that was really cool um one thing they did not talk about that hardcore fans were concerned about before the game released was the differences in GT7's online modes compared to sport. And I think the the assumption PD was trying to convey is, oh, it's just going to be the same. And they dropped the ball with that. In terms of getting into lobbies with your friends, playing online, just being able to log on, get in the lobby and race, it, it you either don't connect, you either can't find the lobby that you're looking for, there's some sort of random connection issue. You know, I would assume that the game being somewhat popular would have a lot of volume, but at the same time, they've had a long time to prepare for uh, the online aspect. So for them, yeah, for them not to have that working, definitely disappointing. Well, when, when I think back to the first real online game, for people who don't know, there was a LAN support for GT4 on PS2, but let's just eliminate that because nobody did that. Uh, on PS3, GT5 was like the one where they had lobbies. That one was pretty good. I mean, I remember having that game at launch, and I don't remember there being any sort of network issues, but of course, like, maybe I'm just looking at it, like, with rose-colored glasses. Um, okay, so I will start to describe some of the pain that I went through. I'll be honest, I run in some other um, GT-only gaming groups with casuals and hardcore people, and um, we all have been sharing liveries, and this is my lap time, oh, you're not fast, I'm going you know, to dust you, all that stuff. We're having a good time. Until the update came out, where for the license test, I don't know if you guys have heard this, the license test had some rally challenges, right? Every, the, the, okay, there's five levels of license tests. There's B, A, International, B, International, A, and Super. And for each one of those five total, there is a rally track that you have to get a good time on. I will lie to you not, I wasted an entire day and I could not beat the rally challenge. I did, I just, I thought it was a bad driver. I was like, I must be trash. There's nothing I could do. I couldn't. I couldn't even get like, bro like getting bronze was like a miracle. And I, like, I was, I, I had to turn on the assists. I turned on the driving line. I turned on when to break. I turned on the demonstration ghost. Like, what? I am trash. Like, how, like, and you know me. Like, this is this is me. Like Reggie. Like Reggie. All of a sudden, you pick up like I don't know Returnal, and you can't beat it. You'd be like, what's wrong with me, right? Because this is your space. So I find out that the update accidentally added the incorrect tires oh! to all the rally races. How the fuck and, and, you do and, that? Like, it didn't even occur to me. It didn't even occur to me to even like, like, 
I'm not on Twitter. I'm not like, and, and Polyphia Digital didn't post anything official, right? It's only when I finally went to like a Facebook group, guys like, I can't beat this. And he was, he was talking about the, the first level, like B, like the easiest license. He's like, I can't beat this rally challenge. What's going on? Some guy says, yeah, they got the, they got street tires accidentally on the rally cars. Oh, are you kidding me? So I was pissed because I don't have a lot of free time. So, um, I just kind of like, you know, I'm taking a break, go play some Sifu, whatever, or, or go play, um, some RPGs. So, all right, you know, the update's back. Um, they're, they're taking everything offline. And I'm sure that's what you guys heard that there was like a, more than 24 hour period where everything was unavailable and oh my gosh i'm sorry guys i gotta roll my eyes on this everybody in the community is oh my god i'm so upset i can't connect i can't connect does anybody know what's going on oh gg7 trash is trash i can't believe this is not xbox people this is just upset casuals who like me they come home from work they want to log on oh i want the game offline this and that and then people were like well certain things have happened under certain circumstances it, it was revealed that uh, some of the people working on uh, with Polyphia Digital's team was affected by the earthquake that also happened. No, I don't care about that. Da, 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 da. So I was getting upset because that's all I would see, okay? And I, I'm like, I'm playing other games. It, it doesn't bother me to miss out on GT7 for one day. Yes, it's the launch week or the second week of launch. That makes sense. Okay, now that we got all those things out the way, let's address the, the elephant in the room. Since GT6... Gran Turismo has had microtransactions. It's been a full retail game, whether it was $60 back in 2013 at GT6 or $60 back in 2017 for GT Sport, and now it's $70 for GT7. Unacceptable. I have always hated the microtransactions, and I remember debating FC about this back when we started this podcast. It was one of the first things. Something that FC always brought up was the one first-party first studio that does microtransactions is Polyphony Digital, and I honestly hate it. I honestly hate it, um, especially now where they have controversially reduced the amount of credits that you can earn in, in a multitude of races. So here's what happens every since GT5, right? There's typically one race or one marathon race that you can race by yourself. You can just rack up credits, okay? Because you need, like some of these cars, are like 16 million, okay? And, and obviously, you're going to be playing for a while before you buy, like whether it was GT5 with 1500, well, not 1500 cars, like 1100 cars, or GT Sport with 300 cars at launch. You got to grind through it. But now we're in this area where you can. Like, like, okay, in GT7 already, there was a couple of races that you could do, and you could get some good credits. Like, you know, people are like, you know, I hate the microtransactions, but at least I could do race A, B, and C. Well, after update 1.07, and now 1.08 is out, they, they reduced that even more. Ah. And Kyle came out and said, I... He, he, well, I know this is from his heart because it, the grammar was really poor. <laughs> um, you know, not 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 was, dissing was, on him, but like love him to death. But he was crying while he was typing it. <laughs> this it, this is not PR, right? PR did not review this this statement, but he basically said, "I like the idea of rare cars in real life being rare and hard to buy in GT7, and I respect that. And to be honest." I wouldn't mind it being harder. What I don't like is it's just incentivizing people to buy the microtransactions. That makes me sick to my stomach. It's even worse. So when people come out and they say, uh, like, 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 here's my thing, like, like Yong Yeah and some really big YouTubers are coming out, uh, or like Rich Review Tech at US, Rich Review Tech, he'll say like, oh, like, 
they're ruining the game. And that's a bit dramatic, in my opinion, but I like loud voices because they've made a difference for See, all three... Oh, well, I don't know about Nintendo. Nintendo would be kind of like... Eh. Nintendo but guess. Xbox and PlayStation have made changes when we get loud. And this is one of those where they need to either relax the amount of credits that you can earn, which I'm I, like, I'm not... I just want the microtransactions dead, to be honest with you. So, the microtransactions could be dead, and then I'm fine with the grinding, or you could increase rewards for online racing, considering that online connection is required to play. But that's the best element in the room. Right, hold on, Pharaoh, before you cut in, let me interject on one thing. I, I do disagree with you, though, that you term, they term, you term right and say it's killing the game. I would say I, I would disagree if that statement came if just that statement came out but the fact that 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 statement seemingly came out after they stealth nerfed the amount of credits you got again is going to kill that game because like you like you just said you got less credits than you ever did before but then they patched it again to where you get even less credits then that statement comes out it's like they're trying to justify fucking over people and I feel like this is something I've noticed. That maybe this is me kind of speculating, but the the I feel like there's a specific team that has oversight for each of the first party studios that's focused on marketing and making sure that they're profitable. It's something that we start to see a rift grow for the Days Gone studio at Bend, where um I forget the guy, the level designer was talking about how he didn't care about like what Ryan was saying or like what his leadership was saying. He was saying his direct boss out there in Seattle was saying like, we want you to be profitable. You're failing. And he, he was upset at, at that direct leadership. And I feel like the same thing's happening to PD where cause probably doesn't care to have microtransactions, but there's a, a greater governing party right over PD that says, Hey, microtransactions have been in the game since 2013. Why wouldn't we do it now? It's been 10 or 11 years. And I, I don't, I, I think we're just going to have to be loud enough and say that GT7 is trash until they change it. I don't know any other course of action. Would it be mitigated if buying the cars was, le was less? Because I've always advocated for, I believe, I, I've said microtransactions are unfortunately a thing that we're going to have to get used to because they're here to stay. Because cause people, even though we as the vocal minority will bitch and complain about it, like us and Young Yar and stuff like that, they're never going to go away, unfortunately. Loot boxes have fortunately gone by the wayside more and more because because the fact that the government's got involved and people started getting and people were getting handed out fines like Oprah was handing out fucking free cars. <laughs> um, but oh, they don't I, let you sell cars. I forgot to say that too, which is a which is a problem. Yeah, um, but at least if they price them correctly, because I've always said I don't mind. Can you trade? No, you can't trade. Mm -mm -mm. I've always turned around and said, it's, I don't mind microtransactions so long as they're reasonably priced. So, like, a new car, like, we're talking about that. Because I believe you said, like, at one point, a brand new car in GT would cost you five bucks or, or less, right? In, oh, oh in you're saying of, in microtransactions. Yeah, in some of the previous GTs. Yeah. That seems reasonable to me. Only I mean, for you... The, only for the state, the only reason I would find that reasonable is because not every car is going to be to your fancy. Like, if, if there was a, a beautiful fucking Ferrari, I'd be like, I really want that Ferrari. I don't care about the other cars. I will spend the $5 on that Ferrari. I don't mind. It feels like it would be worth, it feels like it'd be worth the $5 because I get to drive it. 
Um, and it's going to support the devs and also, like, the amount of time, modeling, and effort that went into, like, you know, modeling the car, getting putting in the programming so it goes at the right speed and stuff like that. It feels like the $5. It's not like spending, like, $5 on just a fucking skin for a gun in Call of Duty, which feels like that's oh. overpriced because it's just... It's just a fucking skin. Just, yeah. Like, it, it, where the, the car actually has a lot more intricacy into what made it a reality. The skin is just a fucking skin. Like, they, 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 they fucking chroma-keyed out the original fucking colors, added new colors, and that's fucking it. There's, there's no, nothing else to it. But then you also get into the, into the concept of it, when does it start becoming pay-to-win. Beryl, uh, you, you had something you wanted to add to this. Go ahead. It was just when he was talking about the microtransactions and them fixing it. I was just going to say, I'm not sure if it's a fixable type deal because I think that they probably um, negotiated that with the licensing. So they probably saved money on licensing by pushing that charge onto the customer. So I don't know if, that, if that's like an easy, fixable solution. No. That's a really good point. I, I think there's valid ground to make that. Yeah. Apparently, um, the decision to uh, for the prices for the cars is not from PlayStation, but from the company they partnered with. Yeah, because so, they, that's what they that's what they negotiated with the licensing, so, so they save money on the licensing. So, is it because the same then, cars are in other games? So, so then, let me ask. Let uh, listen to me. I'm the one that that said I want to debate to talk about this topic because. Uh, if this PlayStation version of uh, um, what's called uh, uh, Games of the Life Service, then I don't want to be none of that. But I'm trying not to be de- to play devil's advocate, but more like understand the situation. Can this be tr- uh, placed in the same box of when we cover we were covering um, uh, what's the name of that game? A flight Sim. Both have licenses. Both have, uh, so I'm genuinely curious because GT7, as much as uh, a, a quote unquote uh, uh, a baseball cup of sales and even in the Olympics, is still focused on sim rating. The way f- uh, flight sim is focused on flight sim, uh, sim flying. Like it's a it's a little bit different because I don't think they have the uh, variety of like pricing like you're not paying an extra ten dollars for this plane versus this plane like the other thing with flight sim is a lot of the planes and shit that you get in the game are built by the community but not just not just they're, they're built like by third but not necessarily me but like they're built by third party like it's not it's Microsoft out here. Yeah, we're gonna make this plane and release it. Like majority of the store, majority it's of the not, store is third party. The, the okay, so it's not it's not natural, and it's not necessarily meant to be a game. It's just a simulator that you know sold as a game. See, so here's the thing with uh, with flight simulator, there is varying differences in how much they charge you for the planes. Um, there are some that are much much cheaper. But that's most likely because there's no, uh, there's nobody holding the license uh, to said uh, plane. I will bring up an example. There's an uh, there's a uh, Boeing B twenty nine Super Fortress uh, plane in this, which I do believe is a World War Two uh, bomber. Uh, that's in the game. But that's only four pounds. 
But then if we go down, there's a there's a small, a much much smaller plane, uh, very much so. It's a, it's a two it's a two uh, a two person plane. Uh, a a Cass a a Cessna a one fifty two add on. That's that's sixteen pound fifty. So yeah. this seems like it's driven by licenses as well, yeah. because there's also the add ons that go even higher. Which adds um, the the Airbus A A three twenty A three twenty one, which is a big giant passenger plane. Uh, that that's twenty seven pounds. And and by the way, I just like to point out all of these are percentage off, so they're even more expensive yeah. without that. So yes, in in that regard, yeah, Omar, I mean, in that regard, no, Omar is completely right. It is a very it does seem like a very similar situation where. These seem to be dictated by how much the licensing costs to not only yeah. not only get but upkeep because this is uh, Flight Sim X, yes. uh, so they've been ha- they've been keeping up these licenses since two thousand since uh, two thousand six onwards. Yeah, because this is like a legitimate tool that pilots use to log flight hours and training and all that other stuff too yeah yeah there, there, there is a, there is actually there is that difference in the fact that they're two completely different kinds of games where this one is a true to life flight simulator where you can learn the intricacies of takeoffs landings um yarring instrument um, instrumentation like inside yeah. of different planes like because all that shit is like modeled where... and some of it is meticulously modeled like where all the buttons have like a function like that's, yeah, like if like if you need to work if you need to work for a, a major airline, you need to be on a flight simulator and like work on these planes. And, the, these these know. are used to train pilots. Just I mean, Gunthred Mod also in the no, Olympics. No, so. no, 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 no. You there is no way you can train to be a uh, a a racing car driver in any way, shape, or form using Gran Turismo. I'm sorry, that 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 is that is complete balaki. It, nobody. Uh, you it, can you you can actually get your pilot's license by playing flight simulator. You, you can get you your. Can't, you can't. You can't get a driver's license playing Gran Turismo. Though. You could get. You could. Yeah. You could. Okay. You could. Okay. Actually, I think that's a bit of a stretch. Hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I think that's a bit of a stretch. I think you could use flight simulator as a stepping stone towards getting pilot's license. Yeah, the flight it, it, hours. It counts as hours. It counts as yeah, flight hours. hours. But so I that's what I'm saying. It, it counts towards your... But I that's don't... You can get it. Yeah, but G- GT is not doing that for you. GT yeah. is not... It, it, yeah. GT is not... Like, you're still going to have to, like, fly, like, a plane or whatever to, you know, get your license, but... It, yeah, get the actual license. G- G- but you get the flight hours and all that. Yeah, you can use flight simulator. It save a lot of money. Yeah, with this, it could account... With this, it's so... Damn one to one to the real thing. It's the equivalent of flying an actual fucking plane. Where with Gran Turismo, even with the steering wheel and stuff, it's not one to one like racing in an actual car. I, I mean, well, I agree. I would like, like, I, I didn't say anything because I, I agree with you. Like, you're not gonna get educated about the tracks. Very well. Oh, it, well I'm no, thinking. I'm not, thinking not GT just, Sport. Not just the like, car, not just the tracks. The cars were in flight sim. You are educated about the planes because each plane is different mm. with all of its dialing and stuff like that. Where 
in GT, you're not exactly learning the ins and outs of all of these cars. So, like, I, I generally agree with what you're saying. The reason why I hesitate is one of the hardest things that polyphony digital has to do for each car in real because there's there's fake circuits right so like for trial mountain yeah you're not going to learn anything because it's not a real place but like for example running a real f1 car on laguna seca they spend hundreds of hours trying to get actual lap times to match what's possible in the game that's what they mechanically match it to and what's interesting about gt7 for example is real weather data is used on the track so like where it rains normally on laguna sake is just literally like satellite patterns of actual weather so there's things that like 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 lewis hamilton who has put lap times in gt sport the old game will run the sim for seven and say oh this is how i could tackle this turn because of how sophie is is learning the tracks so remember i was talking about this they have this ai that has learned from the drivers how to anticipate different turns and things like that and when he can look at sophie drivers who are already skilled are learning new strategies but i i agree with you because you're we're talking about you're talking about zero to hero and nobody's going to really like buy grand turismo to get good though i will say you know there was an, a competition with gt6 and 5 where like people who were good at the lap times got to like drive cars like they went on to become actual circuit racers okay, so it had okay, happened. but here's the thing i guarantee here's here's the thing though here's here's the difference i guarantee you those people who did or already had their driver's license right and that's exactly what i mean like you're not going to come from nothing and use gt because it's like, more like higher level type stuff the intentions is different Flight, simu yes. flight simulator uses the, the the same amount of data. Use I guarantee uses the same amount of data collecting that Gran Turismo Seven does, but they do it in the in in the with the goal of creating a simulator to train pilots. It just happened to kick. It just happened to be popular with enthusiasts who buy hundreds of dollars of DLC and planes. GT, they put all that time and effort into a more immersive video game. That's that where sense. I would agree with. Um, yeah. it, it, it's a distinction. It's a sort of a thin line, but it's a very clear distinction between what the two are trying to do because games like Flight Simulator or Train Simulator started their lives off as actual simulators. They just so happen to be made by video game companies, but let's say Microsoft never got into the gaming industry. Flight so Simulator. No, no, really flight, no, flight, no, Flight Simulator was not originally made by a, by a video game company. Well, yeah, I mean, so even still, basically, it, so basically, Flight Sim is not a game to begin with. No, it, it's, and no, it's, it's never a, advertised cool. itself as a game. Like it's, it's, a cool. it's a, yeah, people have put it as a game because that's how we view things. And more and more, the line is being blurred because games that used to be games like Gran Turismo, like the NBA, like football, like hockey, like wrestling are becoming closer and closer to the real life things. So we're losing the more art. Like, I can't play 2K because, frankly, I'm bad at basketball. And at this point, where 2K is now, I do think you have to have a kind of comprehensive understanding of what basketball is in order to play properly. Pharaoh watches a lot of football. I really do think that translates as years go on into understanding the concepts of Madden going back and forth because you know how the game is played. It's not like techno where you just throw the ball and hope somebody picks it up. You now have to understand routes, player rankings, player ratings, what your defense is going to do, what your offense is going to do, 
where before that was never really the case. So the line is getting blurred, but games like Train, it's why nobody ever complained about Train Simulator, even though it has over 600 pieces of DLC that's thousands upon thousands of dollars. It's only when Microsoft started making games and then put Flight Simulator on the Xbox platform, then all of a sudden people started getting in their feelings about it. It's like Flight Simulator has always been this way. Microsoft didn't change this. They've always existed in this space along with other actual simulators. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. Uh, does anybody have anything else to add towards the whole uh, GT7 disaster? Yeah. yeah. I got my money back for that damn game. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> tell, tell us why Forza 7 is way better. <laughs> Oh, I'm not going to say that, because I did not like Forza Motor, Motorsport 7. Um, I'm just being honest. It was cool like to demo and play, but I didn't buy that game. So, you know, I didn't like, I didn't like uh, when Forza Motorsport started taking out like some of them, uh, like the mountain tracks and stuff like that, like the right. point A to B. I, I'm yeah. not a big fan of like a bunch of circuit racing. Like I like it a little bit, but I like, I like a variation. No, Hopefully, um, um okay. no, go back, go back. What do you want to say? Um, like I said, my, my main thing was, you know, even going back to the reveal of GT seven, I was already irritated with that game. I I dropped seventy dollars on that thinking, you know, okay, I'll give it a chance because I, I did really want to race with Kofi. We had talked about it. Um, but um just just from that standpoint, it not having the car variety I expected of a new game in this franchise after a new numbered game in this franchise after so many years. And then just the whole online issue. Cause I had downloaded that game and everything and you know, fucking with Sony's customer service. They're like, if you download this shit, you're not going to get a refund. But See, right like, there, there, there's your first issue. You're supporting digital downloads, which supports always I, online. I have a digital PlayStation. I don't, I don't have a choice. That's your, that's so your, that, that's a you it, problem. It, that is a hundred percent my, my, my problem. Yes. Yes, it is. But um, no, I, I argue like, hey, this shit is not working. So per your policy, like, I got to get a refund for this. And then they were like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. So I did. I will probably pick it up on a sale or something later. But um, I'm good. I'm good on it right now. Um, I want to ask coffee. Um, so my two thing uh, I had issue. So you know me, I don't fuck with GT whatsoever. But what PlayStation is doing with GT is going to be reflected on other first-party titles, and that's my main focus. So, at first, I genuinely had a gripe with the whole multi-contracting situation until I reversed it into how it's being done with the flight team, and it made sense in a way why they're doing what they're doing. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. However, Always online. Why is that a thing? Why well, can't... Yeah, yes, the reason why... Because Sony wants always... to know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Skynet. No, um, the reason uh, they have always online, it started with sport, and the idea was um, there was a new certification that um, uh, Polyphony Digital was chasing called the, the FIA standard. And it basically means uh, a... All, Having a centralized area where everybody has to connect eliminates or reduces cheating because there's always ways to find out ways around that. And having offline save files that could 
eventually be hacked or could somehow have like like let, let's say there's a hot lap that qualifies you for for something sometimes back in gt5 and gt6 people were able to run something that was kind of cheat like you know cheat a system by maybe cutting a corner that wasn't properly penalized and then uploading the time it's like this dude did it in a minute how's the top time 150 online this dude just showed with a 59 second lap uh, um and, and there was no way to to validate that it's almost like mmos right no, where cool, mmos yeah. everybody stores their characters and all their data in a centralized area it's not decentralized uh i mean that that might be the future okay. if we're talking I, about decentralized wait, hold on but... let me let me let me I just hold on hold on i gotta i gotta i gotta call bullshit on that so first of all with MMOs, yeah, i was about with, to do so i was to do yeah. so myself with, with, with mmos it, may, it makes a little bit more sense because of the or the ever-growing world economy okay so that that it, with MMOs, it always being online makes sense because there's never an, an offline mode with MMOs. Like it's a massive multiplayer online game that makes sense. With GT, ha- finding a way that there's no way to validate a uh, to validate race time that's bullshit because they could because if they really wanted to, they could run tool assisted uh, tool assisted runs on their side to find out the best possible time like i'm talking like the best possible time for each track like using all of the best maneuvering all the best cars they could use tool assisted runs to va- to find like the lowest absolute bottom of the goddamn fucking like just i'm, I'm not even talking i'm talking you are the best in the goddamn world of what you do at time and anything that beats that would would be red would be uh, should be flagged and investigated so I I agree with what you're saying. I guess if we're to debate about this, I think there's two aspects I would use to debate. One would be it's hard to determine what the flaws of a decentralized or offline state might bring up. There might be something that somebody who spends thousands of hours as a fan can figure out that can't be validated with something that's automated that Polyphony Digital creates from the high side. Like, oh, if the time's too fast, we'll, we'll look at it. Let's look at something if like they're too fast in a certain section. There could be something else that people figure out how to get around and it can't be validated. And all of a sudden, now now people are upset because no, of cheating. No, that's that's why you have that's why you have. Um... Because uh, I, I know game, I know uh, some race, a lot of racing games do this. That's why you have, tr- that's why you have ghost runs. That's why, that's why you have saved ghost runs. So if that, if that gets uploaded, like if you go online and that gets uploaded to the times, they can see your ghost run. They can see the ghost of your run and be able to follow it and see what you did and verify that on their mm-hmm. side and use their tools their tool their tools to find to map out your route and what you did like down to the input and figure out if it's valid or not so they did have that option since gt5 unfortunately there are ways to do it offline where you don't have to upload your ghost it's not a requirement then no then i'm just kidding no it, then, that, it then that should have been at least a back in the day I'm but, no no then i'm saying then that should have been a requirement that if you go online and you try because here's the thing i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna show the call this if i want to cheat in my fucking game in my free time to have fun i should have the right to do so without being fucking penalized Okay, so now, now you're bringing up a good point. Now, like, let's say you just want to drive. I get that. Now, if, if I want, now, hold on, now, hold on. Is, Let me finish. Is okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. if I want to, if I if I decide, okay, I want to play. Uh, let me let me open up my Steam library right now. Um, you know what? I'll I'll say, uh, no no Easy. no. I'll 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 give you I'll give you an example of uh, a good one, which is uh, which. Um, 
is kind of fucked because it, it does actually affect me. If I want to go through uh, Dark Souls 3 and I did, or I went through all the Dark Souls games, if I decide I want to have fun with Dark Souls, I want to see how far I can push this. If I want to use cheats in that game just to have fun, I should have the right to. I should also have the right to flag that account or that save file as a offline only character. So I, there's no possibility for me to go online. So nobody is affected by me wanting to use hacks. If that I agree with that statement. I was about to say, if you bring that character to the online competitive, then... Then, then no, then, then I would agree there's, there's a problem. Shit like that should never be put on the online space. Like, so that's why they need validating systems. Because here's the problem. I've actually, um, I did my run of um, Dark Souls 3. And unfortunately, I lost my Dark Souls 3 save data. So I actually had to download someone's um, I had to download someone's uh, save file where they were at a certain point, very close to my own, and then have to push a little bit forward to get to where I was. I had to respect my character to get back to where I was. And I'd never played online. I was not getting invaded. I, I was playing strictly offline. I then get hit by a goddamn... F I then get shadow banned from... Uh, from uh, the Dark Souls service. Because it turns out that the, the file that I had downloaded happened to have been a cheated run. Someone had, someone had cheated to get up to that point and uploaded it because it, it feels like... Because some people do this. It's a Trojan save file. Like, they do that just to fuck you over and get you shadow banned. That's actually a problem in the PC community. Um, but unfortunately, even though I was playing offline, I'd not gone online whatsoever. I got banned for that. Which, in my opinion, I don't feel like I should have. First of all, it wasn't... First of all, I, I'll i take some responsibility. I should have vetted it. But, like, I wasn't playing online. I wasn't... in my My, my enjoyment of the game... Or whatever I decide to do in that game in my free time offline should not should not result in a ban or affect anybody else because it doesn't affect anybody else. But if I take it online, then we have a problem, and I'll agree with you. But that's why. And going back to the GT thing, so what? I mean, if, if, if there shouldn't be an always online. If you go online and try and upload that go that uh, time. Mm -hmm. It should have. They should have a vet a vetted system where you have to yeah. upload a ghosting of that run to ver so they can verify it on their side against their tools. Yeah, I mean honestly, I, 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 it just needs to be two separate modes. Like, yeah. okay, you can have an offline mode this period, but then yeah. you can also have if you if you're gonna do anything online, expect all of that shit to be validated at all yeah. times, and and that that there's your compromise. Like if you want to fuck around and cut corners and not have to worry about it, have a mode for that. Have a completely offline mode that doesn't upload shit. And if you yeah. if you know you want to be part of the community and you know go into leaderboards and shit, you gotta be connected. And there there's your happy medium. Some people don't want aren't interested in that and just want to play the game. You know, so having that split would be a great fucking idea. We'll we'll see how that turns out. Okay, is anybody got them, like, them one thing killing I, servers I, over an update was ridiculous. Like one, like really quick, I just want to say like one thing I love. I don't even know if you got to this point, Jubei, but like installing the game does take a while. I have the disc version, 
But as soon as like, I think it like five minutes go by, they let you play the music mode, which basically means like you have to finish a race by the time a song ends. And they're all original song, well, songs, I think, introduced uh, to the world through the game, um, which was really cool. Cause like, you didn't feel like you were like, oh, I'm just sitting here looking at a line. Like you were driving, you were listening to good music. There were, you know, new tracks and hear the cars and stuff like that. But that, that part was off well okay it's not offline because technically it's installing it but like it gave you levels to appreciate things that didn't have to do with connecting your times and stuff like that they need that for sure so yeah that that's disappointing okay right is anybody else got anything they want to say about gt final point i just want to say is oh, yeah. one is i call bullshit on that um Excuse, not something that you're giving you something that they're giving the excuse. I truly believe it's more insight to um, what's called. They don't want people to farm uh, off air, get the best cars, and they'll go on air and race it. That's how I feel. Here's the thing: then lock that out in the offline mode. Like you, you like you, you can only unlo- you can only unlock them in an online mode if you really want to, or with an online, with if you connect online, that's the only way you can do it. And then it unlocks it into a single player, a solo single player capacity as well. It's possible, like you could create. Let's say, like that. Like when I when I think about what we're mentioning, it's just easier to centralize everything right now. Like I think in the future, there's got to have to be like 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 how do you say infrastructure? Like I'm thinking decentralized. Um, that can block those kind of things, and you don't have to like create all. The, there's a lot of overhead in what we're describing. Check for these things. Do those things. Make sure you write code that validates this and this and this. And what if new things get introduced and new tracks and new times and all? There's a lot of overhead to like it's, validate all that stuff. The thing. And they're just like throw that on the garbage. We're here, centralized. Here is my problem with 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 you're making this way more complicated than it is. You're making you're making it sound way more complicated than it is. These devs have tool they they have tools to be able to like you you know about tool assisted speed runs don't you yeah yeah it, they, they can effectively do the same thing with these games they can slow down the game they can use machine learning to be able to input all of the correct uh inputs by uh, while slowing down the game to be able to actually finish said races at the most optimized time, like machine time, which is why I'm saying, like, as far as like they could, they could do it to the best of human capability, um, while using the assistance of a machine. But it's still possible to get said time as a human or very close to it. But anything that would go below that line should be flagged as suspect. Because either they miss something due to human error, which is what a ghosting would show, or this person's flat out cheating by using, say, like fucking uh, third party nitrous in, in, in their cars somehow that they're getting fucking light speed. I, I guess maybe I'm thinking of this more like in the aspect of my job where like new technology will come out and they'll be like, this technology is un- unpenetrable. 
It's perfect. And then somebody figures it out because they just obsess with getting around with whatever you have set up. And that, that's what I'm thinking of. That There's going to be somebody who's able to compromise the PlayStation 5 hardware in some point in time to get around whatever PD is doing. That's it's going to happen. That's, that's always going to happen. They finally fucking did it with the Xbox 360 architecture. And so what's the cheap decision that you would make to prevent that? But that's the problem. They're doing it cheap. They're not trying to evolve. They're not trying to evolve with the damn times. They're not trying to learn from the people. Like there's a reason. There is a reason why the CIA, the FBI, MI6 hire hackers. They use they use hackers to be able to find exploits in their own goddamn systems to be able to close them off. It's just really hard, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm I think maybe I'm thinking. Go hard, ahead. like I mean, you just use government agencies. This is a video game company. No, they could. it's the same principle. They it's could, the, but they, it's not. But it's not the same energy. You're you're 100 correct. It is the same principle. And in a perfect world, this is what it should be done. But correct me if I'm wrong, Kofi. You said DRM has already already been on GT, so this isn't new to the newest one. Meaning it works. So for them, outside of what just happened recently. It's been working. Why would I change? Companies, unless you're some tech forward or some government, you got to really protect something, take ages to actually catch up to what's happening. Absolute ages. Yep. Yeah. And like, you oh. know, be a video game, be wherever you want to go. Do it this way. Walk into a government building. Look at what computers they use. I can guarantee you they're about three generations behind. Uh, by, the, by the way, I would, I would just like to point out a quick Google search. Uh, December 12th, 2013. How to get 20 million CR in three minutes. Gran Turismo 6. Slap train. 6, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Kofi, remind me. That's when the Always Online came in? No, 7. Sport. I'm sorry, not 7. Sport was okay, the first one. Okay, then let me look up. Let me let me look up. Uh, uh, sport. Let me look up Gran Sport Turismo. has a good one, too. It's got, it's got a high-speed ring one, but you have to remain online, and it's not nearly no 20 million credits in that amount of time. Cause I did it. I used to grind the heck out of that joint. No, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, how how people are cheating at GT Sports uh, time trials from 2021. But I'm telling you, it's severely mi- like the cost to benefit is excellent. 2017 uh, Gran Turismo Sport Infinite Money Glitch get one million right. CR. I was right at launch. That was right at launch. Yeah, that's true. And there was one, you know, in seven, there was one that was like you can get quite a bit of money. But my point, uh, but my point is, is like the fact, like you turn around and say it works, but it doesn't because mm, it, it doesn't hurt them enough to change. Right? It mitigation. It, There's no perfect yeah, here's the thing, defense. Here's the thing. It will when people start being able. Because here's the thing. Because you, because um, we've talked about this, and because uh, I, I fucking lambasted Omar about this when he said that, oh, cheating is so rampant on, like, because we were talking about Warzone, that cheating is so rampant on uh, on PC and there's no cheating whatsoever on console. And then literally a month later, a USB device came out that you plug into your, uh, into your console, then plug your controller into it and it gives you a fucking aimbot. Which they couldn't fucking detect. Right. When, when it becomes a problem, it will most likely be too late, but that is normally how organizations operate. They're much more reactionary than they are preventative. 
and and all I'm and all I'm saying is is they're they're they they are they they basically they're basically um they're basically putting a fucking bandaid over cancer. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Right. Speaking of cancer, <laughs> I can't believe that actually works as a fucking transition for this. Uh, Moon Studio. So, uh, <laughs> speaking of cancer, Yay. so uh, let's 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 read this, shall we? So, um, Moon Studio devs accuse founders of poor management, bullying, unprofessional behavior. Ori Studio founders Thomas uh, Myler and I'm not even going to fucking pronounce that. Uh, uh, said to have shaped the culture marked by shouting matches, excessive, crude, and frequent sexist, racist, offensive jokes. I hope this is not. Uh, like, I hope in time we find we don't find out that these are literally just jokes. And I mean, the because like, I, I his thing. I just so everybody knows my stance. I th- I feel like everything should be joked about. Like I I have bad knees. I feel like everybody should be able to joke about my bad knees. I have I uh, I wear fog. I wear glasses. I feel like everybody should be able to laugh about my glasses. I am white. I feel like everybody should be able to joke about the fact that I'm a cracker. Um, I would say you can, just not in my job. You gotta know who you're, you gotta, you gotta know, you gotta know who you're yeah. joking. Yeah, One, you, gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta read the room. Know your audience. You gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta yeah. read the room first, but also people should understand the difference between actual racism, actual sexism, to jokes. Because like it is- whether whether a joke whether a joke if you find just because you f- don't find a joke funny doesn't stop it from being a joke it's just a joke that you didn't find funny yeah and it's just in, a joke in the, in the workplace though there's no place for that sorry there's, there's, there's no real, there's real no gray simple. area yeah in your, no gray in your job I, I dis- if you have to th- if I, you have to think about it don't do it I dis- exactly I dis- I dis- if, you, if you're in your circle of friends that's totally different but I, when it comes to where you you know. Where you get your paper from? Where you get in a bag from? Where you have to answer to somebody? That's a now, that's a whole now this is where I dis- this is why I kind of disagree. But here's the thing: I'm not I'm not saying what they've done is right because I don't know what jokes they told. I'm just giving my two cents on like the initial thing. We'll read more in a second. My thing is though is these guys with with what the devs are saying, they shaped a culture. Like like it, it's clear like they were like this from the beginning. So. Like it, it's like this environment was like this. So if it was, again, I'm gonna throw the devil's advocate my, for for me right now. If it was a joking, if it was a uh, an atmosphere where they did make these jokes, whether they landed for the person or not, the atmosphere was there that they are these kind of joking jackasses. So like that's the that's the workplace. That's the workplace that they set up. They wanted a workplace of being able to. Be a relaxed, joking jackass. Does that make sense? Like in in a in a, in a suit and tie business, the 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 higher the higher CEOs have set up saying no joking, no laughing. We're all we're all suit and tie business. That's fine. But if if the CEOs themselves are the ones saying, oh no, be be relaxed, be a joking jackass, just you know, don't don't be a blizzard and set up a Cosby room, uh, then. You know, I mean, you, you've set you've set the atmosphere like you can't use the workplace argument there because the workplace was literally set up to be a happy, joking atmosphere. But happy it, being the prerogative yeah, word. Exactly, here. exactly. That's why I'm reading on. I'm just, I'm, like I say, I'm not defending. Believe me, I don't think this is. 
did, did they ask advice from Activision Blizzard? So yes, uh, Moon Studios founders Tom and whatever his name is are the main subjects of Vulture Beat reports from which former employees detail an aggressive studio culture filled with bullying. That's, that's, now, see, now that, that is, see, now that's what, this is why you need to read on people because when, when you, when you read, uh, the, that, that second subtitle when it says excessive, cr- when it says excessive crunch and frequent jokes, like it, it, it kind of sets the wrong mood, uh. But yes, uh, of crunch, uh, of bullying, crunch, and inappropriate jokes. Uh, the outlet spoke to members are of a, a number of current and former employees of the studio behind Ori in the Blind Forest and Ori in the World of the Wisp, and they collectively described an abusive work environment led by two founders who did not hesitate to bully and demean their employees. Now that sounds a lot fucking different. That sounds like they're just assholes. Uh, Moon developers recount that, whatever his name is, would criticize them in front of the rest of the team, saying their work looked like shit, uh, made him want to vomit, or produce a failed abortion, or was the product of a failed abortion. Now, I've been said that... Wait, wait. What's the last one? Um, uh, he said that their work made him uh, it made him look, either look like shit, made him want to vomit, or uh, or was um, the product of a failed abortion. <clears throat> now, I mean, I've been, oh, I've, 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 I've been likened to a failed abortion before, but the irony coming from the person who fucking said it, I mean, Jesus Christ, <sighs> he, looked, he looked like the afterbirth. Um, but that just seems like that's done in like a harmful nature, not a joking nature, most definitely. Uh, beyond being abusive with their criticism, uh, Myla uh, was said to be unable to provide ha- helpful feedback. You literally run the fucking company. How do you fail at doing that? <coughs> uh, helpful feedback on how something was lacking or how he wanted to see it improved. Wow, how did they have like shit. And these guys, these guys fucking produced Ori, Jesus. Uh, were the founders both um, belligerent? Yes, in my opinion, one source said. It was limited to those two? Yes, unprofessional on the hourly basis. Yes, harassing? Yes. Additionally, Myla was said to make a habit of hiring tal- uh, talented people to work at the studio and then introducing them to the team by tearing them down by tearing down their previous work on shit games. I'd, I'd just, I'd, I'd leave. I'd leave at that point. Yeah. Like, okay, no, fuck you and fuck your job. I'll just go back to, I'll just go back to fucking Insomniac. So see, see, here's the, th- and the, the now, this is, this is my thing, Dante. Like, if they wanted to buy them, it's like, okay, no, the, 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 the two founders of that studio, A, have to sell, and I guarantee, like, okay, we're not going to sell to you unless we're involved. And we'll if they t- were we'll involved, none of those employees were going to come we'll, across. We'll get it. We'll get it. it wasn't going to happen. We'll get, we'll, get, we'll get with that. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Milo and Carol uh, um, also had a frequent antagonistic relationship, trading pointed barbs in group chats and having shouting matches in front of the team. So these two didn't even fucking like each other. Um, I remember there's one meeting where they argued for a full hour. Jesus Christ, not even I could bitch a bitch for a full hour. Um, one developer said, it was, particular, it was a particular call to get to the bottom of some problem. Our whole team was there just listening. And then eventually everyone was like, we're tired and you're wasting our time. 
we are leaving. <laughs> Nothing got accomplished. It, effect, it affected everyone's morale. The lack of concern for professional standards was reportedly reflected in their behavior at other times where they regularly made offensive jokes at work settings. Um, uh, we'd be hearing about penis, si- uh, about penis size and, you know, Hitler jokes. I mean, I'll make Hitler jokes because, you know, fuck that piece of shit. Like, that, that's, that's a mother, like, that, that, I'll make fun of Hitler because, you know, fuck that little, that little dirty, that little fucking Sanchez wearing bitch. Um, I ain't gonna tell anybody the size of my junk, though, what the fuck? Uh, one says, the, jo- the jokes were jokes, but it was really more unbridled aggression. It, uh, it set the tone. See, now, there you go. Thank you. That, that, that right there. Okay, so the, this source that's talking clearly got the, the fact that they were jokes, but it's the tone that they were said in that, that was How? the problem. Uh, what right, do you so, mean by that? Okay, so uh, I'll, I'll read it again. One source, the jokes were jokes, but it was really more unbridled aggression. It set the tone. So it, it's more about the, the delivery of the joke and the tone that said. So it's like, it's like instead of, instead of turning around and saying, uh, uh, like, in a joke, I, I could turn around and say, like, jokingly, um, I'm trying to think of an actual good fucking penis joke just to kind of make my point. Um... Like my no such thing as a good penis joke. That's a fucking lie, and you know it. <laughs> Bro, man. Okay, when I okay when I walk out when I walk out the house naked, I make even horses blush. There you go. Like the the tone, like it, whether it's a good joke or a bad joke, like you can tell it's a joke because like the absurdity of it. But if I was to come off more aggressively, like getting like get, invading personal space while saying it or saying it in a harsher tone. Like, that comes off as more aggressive, so the joke is lost, and it just comes off more like sexual harassment. Yep. Uh, Racist, right, so, hold on. Um, Racist, sexist, homophobic, um, sexist, you said sexist twice, why the fuck is sexist there twice? Uh, And, um, and, uh, oh, ableist comments. So I can't make people fun of Down syndrome. Oh man, that puts me down. Um, I'll be um, ableist comments were also described uh, beyond the inappropriate workplace behavior. Uh, Mailer and Corral also uh, were also accused of implementing excessive crunch at the remote working studio, in part because of poor planning, micromanagement, and dictating last-minute changes to games. Fuck me, this goes on and uh Myron Core would seem to be online for all but five hours a day. My Myla monitored how often employees logged on and would ask why they took a weekend off. Okay, now this guy seeming like the the, the irony he would make Hitler jokes when he's he's make he's actually coming off just like Hitler. Looks sake, you probably wanted their social security number as well. <clears throat> um, he left messages for employees at all hours, regarding uh, regardless of what time of day it was. Um, it was in a time zone where they lived. Uh, I've been at multiple studios now, and Moon was uh, was the only one to give me a PTSD about the games industry. One developer said, "I think they were especially toxic. I definitely got burned out severely to the point where I think I would consider a different career path." Because of how, uh, because it was so awful. Uh, another described the impact it had on them by saying, "I feel like I've been 
a meaner, worse person having been through that environment. Myla and Cora released a statement to Vulture Beast about the report saying, we don't believe the ex uh, the experiences suggested by your questions are representative of more than 80 Moon Studio team members who are thriving and doing great work every day. Nor do we believe uh, they are representative of the experiences of former members of the team. They added, if a if at time we were brutally direct in our criticism and challenges, we are also genuine and vocal in our praise. We are incredibly proud of everything we have built and achieved together. They also addressed the intolerance evident in the group chat, saying, we appreciate the irony that we, an Australian <clears throat> and an Israeli Jew, started a multicultural enterprise. God damn it, always got to, always, there's always... Uh, we view each other as brothers and like brothers we sometimes argue and frequently tease each other we have made jokes at our own expense but the differences uh, in our background uh, about the differences in our background and there may have been times that our teasing of each other has come off as insens insensitive and have made others feel uncomfortable Maya and Coral concluded the statement by saying, "We are not perfect, but we are, but we deeply care about our talent and are consistently working hard to improve. But we have, uh, if we have ever made anyone feel uncomfortable or let anybody down, we regret that, and we will always strive to do better." Alright, so I got a question on a scale of one to one to ten. Uh what what's everybody's bullshit meter at right now? Uh Kofi, what's your bullshit meter at? I'll be honest, I think I might need to review everything that's going on with Moon Studio. This is completely new to me. So I I'm gonna take a back seat right. a little bit. Zero, what's your bullshit meter at? Uh pretty high. And you know, I work in politics, so like I'm pretty well versed in it. Um I mean all of it is, you know, corporate speak about uh, you know, I'm sure we don't, the people who experience this don't have this. Um, it doesn't help that, like, we've put out two really good games, so how possibly bad could it be? Uh, the truth of the matter is, more than one thing can be true. Um, and that you can be a studio that puts out two excellent games while still having a pretty terrible work environment. Um, and none of those things are necessarily mutually exclusive or have to be, like, completely connected in a way that makes one negate the other um from what it sounds like and i wouldn't be surprised like if it's the two guys whose company is theirs they are god kings amongst everyone else who works there so they have their fair shade to do whatever they want when they want how they want it what i'd be willing to bet and this is like this circles back to the earlier conversation about like jokes in the workplace i'd be i would put a good amount of money on they could joke to you you could not joke to them. That's possible. That is a death. That is a distinct. Possible. Or you That's felt possible. like you couldn't. Yeah. Or you felt like you couldn't yeah. because, like, they were like raging assholes, and they'd be get pissed off, and like they'd even fire you or make your job harder. Um, but like to your point, Dante, it's all supposed to be jokes, right? Like you making jokes with me, but I can't make jokes with you because like you're some type of monster. Yeah. I'm a and, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm the ultimate monster. I'm a white guy. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
Um, hey, you so also like, got to factor in that like a lot of computer people don't have that jock mentality of like throwing jokes back and forward. Like people have different levels of sensitivity. No, okay, yeah, de- definitely. But like, I, I feel like th- this is definitely failing on that part because again, I'm I'm yeah. more speaking anecdotally. But if I if I if I had a studio or I was or I owned a company, I I'd make it very clear at the interview. We're a very lax. We are a very lax uh, company. Like you can joke, you can talk about whatever you want, you can you 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 can joke, you can laugh, you can do what you like. All we require is that you get your work done on time, um, to the highest quality, to the highest standard that we we ask, and that you that if someone does find your jokes offensive or does find you. Uh, or you cross any line, you will be reprimanded for it because not everybody is going to appreciate a rape joke. Not everybody is going to appreciate knowing that you were as hung as a horse. No one's going to appreciate, even though they should, appreciate that you um, that you wonder wh- how how hot a Hitler burned, even when they burned his body all in burning in hell. And, and that's the thing because inevitably, what always happens in things like this, um, you have to take it. You have to take the whole picture. And not just the individual pieces that like people like to single out. So like you know, Crunch was involved in there. So people yeah. already have their sort of feelings about Crunch. So they're like, I crunch all the time for my job. Uh, you know, I, I can make all these types of jokes in my job, or my boss yells at me at my job as well. And it's like one, you know, you don't necessarily have to deal with that. Like maybe that's not the best place to work, or maybe they shouldn't be doing that. Two, like it's the collection of all these things that seemingly are making this place relatively difficult to work at um and you know people as a whole workers as a whole still don't necessarily understand their rights how to enforce them how to regulate them if they even have any um that's where you know quote-unquote union talk comes in Mm -hmm. uh but you know so a lot of these people probably really did want to do good work and ori is a good game so like they want to be proud of it they want to be a part of it and people will put up with an incredible amount of stuff just to sort of maybe you got to keep the paycheck going maybe see that, that again yeah. that's that's why i feel like the failing on their the, the the failure on the owner's part of an introduction to what and who their company was but and like, part of that is because they knew yeah. they know that what they're doing is unacceptable yeah and this is what they, like you you trick people into being here and it, it seems like the article has said as much like they sort of zeroed in on high level talent and then told uh, probably gave them, yeah, probably gave them a nice little elevator speech. But like, no one will come to your company if the first thing I tell you is like, yeah. So basically, what I'm gonna do is like, I'm gonna put you in front of the staff, and we're gonna just like tear you down a little bit. But like, it'll be in your best interest. And it's like, well, first of all, who are you to tell me what's in my best interest? Second of all, well, what are you doing? I don't, were... I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know if they tore down the person. They tore down the games they worked on. That was a, that was that was the thing that was highlighted. Yeah, which you're I fucking, think you're, you're you're talking shit about somebody's work though. Yeah, yeah which yeah, I yeah, think yeah, for some of these developers, like yeah. you know, you're, you're coming to my yeah. baby. Yeah, so it's just like I, it, it's a bit absurd to the point of comical. Um, if like these stories didn't keep coming out over and over and over again, um, yeah. frankly, all things considered, I think we're relatively lucky that we found a found this out about Moon Studio because it's not like they're a big name studio. They made Ori. And we tend to don't hear from them until they do Ori again or whatever is following Ori after this. 
um, probably Can I pick back on now. that really quick, uh, Reggie? Sorry yeah. if you guys brought this up because I, I was just oh, reading. Um, you, you guys may have already mentioned that Jez, uh, the one of Xbox 2, had mentioned. What I think we always found interesting way back before Xbox made any crazy acquisitions that Moon Studios seemed like the perfect studio to buy. And I remember when the second one came out, they were like, no, Xbox is not going to work. We'll get into that. That's, 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 that's the second part of, of this topic. I just want to get everybody's uh, thing out of this because this, this is something that Omar and uh, Jube had a bit of an artistic tism about on uh, on uh, on Twitter. Okay. And uh, now, that, now that I've read that, I have a clear, defined line now on where I can stand on. You can that. see things, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll be quiet, but yeah, I, I'm getting a good picture now too. I'm and, sorry. And I'll and I'll end it here. He's like, you know, uh, it's kind of horrible. I'm glad this stuff came out to light. I hope that like the culture in that place is changes, and that means getting rid of those dudes. So be it. Um, I have a question. Apparently, this is the reason why Microsoft. Uh, no, won't... stop, stop! I literally just said this is the next thing we're talking about. So shut up. We're talking about, like, the accusations first, then we'll move on to that. Damn. Huh? Yeah. This is literally... But this is it. This no, is no. That, that, we'll get on to that next. That is... Oh, that's okay, going to be okay. a broader topic. Oh, okay. Okay, got you, right, got you, got Farrell, you. This is more initial feelings, bro. We'll, yeah, we'll these initial into... feelings. So go on, Farrell, your bullshit, your bullshit, between one, one, one and ten, where, where are we at? Uh... I'll give it, like, a six, because... We don't know, like, we don't know the scope and depth of these issues. So I'm like, I'm curious as to like, is it just this a like this just a couple people that's part of a small team, or is it a company wide issue? The article doesn't really dive into it, that portion of it. It does actually. In fairness, it it does say that the article uh, they did talk to past and pres and current uh, members of Moon Studio. Okay. Yeah. So, so I mean, the, the outlet, the outlet spot with a number of current and former employees of the studio behind Ori and the Blind Forest. Well, and they got they got some work to clean up. So, um, you know, like I said, I mean, I don't, I don't mind a, a, a joking workplace, but like you know, like me, I read the room. Like when when I work there, I kind of find out who I vibe with and who I don't. And the people who I vibe with, I joke with them. Like you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. Like so, I just think you got you. You just gotta know who you're dealing with. And uh, you know, uh, is it as bad as as the people are making it out to be? Maybe not, but it's that bad to them. So if it's that bad to them, I mean that's you know that's their reality. So perception is reality. So, um. We might be there. We might be in front of those same jokes and might might not think much of them. But, you know, that person, they spent, you know, 14 hours working on this code and, and they're proud of it. And you come and tear it to shreds. Okay. You, know, you got to think of it. Right. Yeah. See, the, the, the joke, I, I think we're getting way too hung up on the joke thing. Because for me, the joke, even if I don't find a joke funny, um, given give, it depends on the tone someone takes. If a joke, even if a joke doesn't land, I'll re- I'll know it's still a joke, so I won't take offense to it because I'll I'll give them I'll give that person the benefit of the doubt that oh you, so you, you really don't feel like every that every woman should be chained to work to the stove because the evil because they'll get away if they do um, I don't be- I'll give you the benefit of the doubt that you really don't believe that you're just making that as a joke but it failed to land with me because it just really wasn't that funny um, 
my my umbrage with all of this comes from the 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 berating people for doing shit work and then not giving any kind of criticism like you are the fucking studio head you are the guy who apparently has the directive vision so if i'm doing something wrong either tell me where i'm going wrong with this or get the fuck out of my business because i'm the one who i'm the one you hired to do this and if i'm not doing this to to this to your satisfaction then either do one of three things get the fuck out of my business and let me continue my work tell me what i'm doing wrong and i will correct it to your specifications or fire my ass because i ain't going to deal with your shit no more that's where i start to that's where i take major umbrage with this also tearing down other people's work like the only there's only a few people in the world i will tear down their work Right in front of them. David Cage is one of them. I've made my thoughts very clear on David Cage. <laughs> I, will, I will tell David Cage to his face. You are a fucking hack. I, you, you are literally so one of the me. worst things uh, in the gaming industry. You are a you are a shite virtue signal who thinks he's deep but couldn't even fuck it, fucking cut it as a B-movie fucking writer. Oh. So, you, so you started a game studio. Well done. You found success with your mediocrity. All right? He's literally the only motherfucker I will say that to his face. Everybody else, even though, unless they are an inherent piece of shit, which David Cage is, I, even if I don't like their games, I will find merit in their games. I will find merit in what they did in the game. Unless it's uh, the guys behind the 13 remake, there's, there's nothing of merit there. Um, so to bring in people who worked on previous games and then to shit on them, it's like, oh, so, it's, so, you, so you brought me in because I'm talented, but then you immediately are going to shit on my talent. Yeah, no, I think, I, I think, I'll, I think, I think this is going to be the quickest fucking in-out job I've ever fucking had. Like again, it's the it's that like all of that right there is is where my fucking my aggression, my anger towards all of this comes. Now, whether we know it's an isolated thing or not, and the circumstances behind it, we don't know. It, but looking at it just from what has been said by these sources, these guys come off like fucking egotistical, uh, unknowing assholes. Omar, where, where, where do you land on the bullshit radar? Um, one second. Oh. Okay, Jubair, where do you land on the bullshit? Um, I think the whole situation's fucked. I'm going to save my thoughts for the, the more broader topic. Okay, right. And uh, Omar's opinion doesn't matter anyway, so we can move on. I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> see, th- see, th- this is what I'm talking about. Like th- this, because yeah. I, I, ma- I make it very, very, very clear. I, I, I think, I think I have set the tone for for all of this. Like this is this is a casual atmosphere. Even though this is business, it, I, I feel like it's been set as a, ca- a casual atmosphere. I'm always going to bust Omar's balls. I'm always going to talk weave shit with Kofi. I'm always going to joke about fu- about. Uh, Zero sucking Hades dick. I'm always gonna joke about fucking Jubei having to glue on his dreads, and I'm always gonna. Dr- and, and really, I can't think of anything I joke about. Uh, no, is is his weird fucking fascination with uh, with Madden. There you go. That's what I can joke about with uh, a, a joke about about Pharaoh, and all of them can joke about the fact that I'm white. That's that's the atmosphere uh, I feel like's been set up. Okay. Which is, um. Yeah. Mm, it's. Uh, oh, oh, um, 
Cuphead. Uh, I'm. I just want uh, a game crash or just a company crash for companies to wake up and realize that this is not okay. That one's like, not anything. Uh, sorry. That one's not anything. Joking is all fun and dandy, but it's you one you don't joke around your workplace unless it with your friend that you know because not everyone gonna tolerate your jokes and two if you tell someone to stop and he or she doesn't stop then it's no longer joking a lot of people don't say stop though a lot of people don't which, is, which again goes to my whole point about reading reading an app or readying the atmosphere like like if i say a jot that doesn't if i say a jot that offends somebody here or anybody says a jot that offends somebody i'd i'd hope that the atmosphere has been set up that you can tell that person that jot didn't land don't ever do that again and they did understand clearly these guys did not do that because they're idiots it's not that idiot, it's, it's genuinely holding power over someone else. See, yeah, exactly. Like, like, most people don't want to fucking get into okay. a disagreement with the person that signs their damn checks, regardless of how they feel about it. Here's the thing, Saying, I feel like, here's the thing, I, I feel like the joke thing, I think, you guys are focusing way too much on the joke thing, because... Oh, press the wrong button. How dare you? How dare you press the wrong button? So unprofessional. Anyway, what could we focus on then? Well, the fact that there's actual fucking points of them being verbally bullied. But like that, like here's the thing. In my opinion, again, this is just my opinion. I find it worse if someone. If I find it worse if you are literally throwing direct malice at somebody. All yeah. right. If you are throwing directed malice at someone, telling somebody that their their work that you have paid them to do makes them want to feel sick, I find that way more offensive. I find that I find that a bigger thing to get argued about than someone than than someone being uncomfortable by a joke and not and not saying and really not saying anything. Like I agree that, with that. that. That's something you can. That's something you can zone out. You could you could literally zone out and say, "Oh God, he's making those fucking jokes again." All right, just gonna put the headphones on, get right to work. But if someone comes over and literally tells you your work is shit, and again equating it to looking like a failed abortion, I feel yeah. like that's something that should be more prevalent about. Where everybody here, no offense, everybody here was just focusing on the jokes. When I feel like the bigger fucking topic is the direct aggression from the head guys to the to the devs that they hired. I question. So where is HR in all of this? I'm pretty sure HR would have. Uh, it's a, I guarantee you, it's a small ass studio. Okay, first of all, I'm sure one Do of these know, guys is HR. It, it, yeah, one of these guys is HR. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure. fucking sure. But also, <laughs> but also, it might also be a case of it's a small enough dev studio that they don't have HR. I guarantee you their social media guy is just a dude who writes shit on Twitter as well. And it's probably one of these guys as well. So yeah, no, this is absolutely not cool. And I hope whoever is responsible for this... Uh, to get his or her head kitchen. 
because bullying at work is never cool and it's crazy that there are no laws for this and again I covered it on my show and it all depends on which uh, um, what called um, country it is because some country have laws some country don't have laws but yeah no um this is why I truly want a game, a, a company crash. Like, it's not okay. Um, if, if this game, if this company crashes, it's not going to be a blimp on the radar. If the industry crashes, it's not going to sort. The, it's not going to make this kind of thing go away. Yeah, I know because this is not uh, gaming related. Like, this is literally everyday work uh, for some pe- at work for some people. That's not even gaming related. So I. Uh, the only way to prevent this is to to have love. And that's it. Uni- unionization. <clears throat> it is a, it's a shitty situation. It, 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 it fucking sucks. I feel sorry for these fucking people. Because I've seen countless developers now being quote-unquote burnt out. To the point they just don't want to be developers anymore. They fucking hated that. And it's, it's a sad situation. Because imagine growing up wanting to be a developer. Going and studying how to be a developer. Only for the company to treat you like this. Whether it's PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, you name it. It's, it's happening in every single... Uh, Big publisher, look at Ubisoft, look at uh, CD Projekt Red. Look so, okay, at right. Every... The, okay, there yeah. is, there's two differences. There, there's kind of two differences because I know where you're going with this as far as like a crunch atmosphere because you're focusing on crunch now. The, the thing no, is. No, I'm not focusing on crunch. I'm focusing on the mistreatment of, ta- of uh, development. Okay, right. So the, the, the thing is, is like there was no alleged. Actually, there was in CD Projekt Red. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to. There, there was a little of it in CD Projekt Red, but a lot. But there was no outward aggression like what's being stated here. Like none, none of what. To, to my understanding, none of what is happening here, um, in in Moon Studio happened in CD Projekt Red. It, it, that more happened in Blizzard. What the thing? What happened with CD Projekt Red was the incessant asking for crunch. Which then resulted in a lot of people getting burnt out. And, and, okay, you can scrap a series project from the conversation, but PlayStation is having an issue, um, Ubisoft is having an issue, Microsoft is having an issue. Uh, it's like, it's everywhere, and it needs to stop. It does, and it just needs, it, the, the, the devs, in my opinion, need to take power into their own hands. They really do. Like the U, I, I am fully with unionization. Which is why we're seeing now a lot of uh, a lot of devs uh, uh, doing the, going starting their own studios. Look at uh, um, Nakamura; she started her own studio. Look at the, the developers that left PlayStation. Um, it's more for creative freedom in those instances. To, to be fair, though, there, you could say that about Kojima, actually, because, like, yeah, there was a bit of creative freedom to that, but also the fact that um, during Metal Gear Solid 3, they literally, they damn near all but locked him in his office 
away from the rest of his team, so he couldn't, so he couldn't communicate with them. And Metal, Metal Gear Solid Five literally cut in half. Like the game's unfinished. Gear, Metal Gear Solid Five. I know anyway, that. So, yeah. So anyway, um, my my again, my my final thoughts because I've been given a lot of thoughts. Um, if 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 you're one of these devs, in my opinion, because I I mean I'm 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 pretty sure this would apply. And you and your and your colleagues are making dumb fucking jokes. Don't take them offensively. And if you find them offensive, just just tell them. Don't 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 say that kind of joke. I, I don't like it. Because here's the thing: mm-hmm. if that if, if 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 your boss fires you because of that, guess what? You got a lawsuit in your hands because that's wrongful fucking termination. That's legit wrongful termination. I don't care what co- I, unless you're in a third world country, you can sue their ass for that bullshit. And as far as the I know, problem this is a Canadian is- co- company. The problem is suing companies most of the time cost you more, more money than a, it's like you actually getting more fucked by suing company. Not really. No, not not necessarily. Right. So a small studio like this, they'll they, if they try and take it to court, they ain't gonna have that much money either. Because again, this is a small studio. If it's something like Activision Blizzard, as has been proven. They will just settle out of court to make it go away. So yeah, nothing. But you could still make that shit public. Just don't sign any non-disclosure agreement. Um, but if someone is yelling, if someone is yelling at you, don't be afraid uh, and doing bullshit like this. Don't be afraid to fucking pick up your ball and go home. Your your your, your talent is better suited elsewhere. But some bosses just don't know where to draw the line between being a boss or being a respectful human being yeah i'd agree with that but also they sometimes hard to it's sometimes harder to uh it's sometimes hard to distinguish that with a person especially in um uh um any uh, you you, who here knows about uh i'm not even gonna make that but like it's the same it's the kind of um i could equate it it's sometimes hard to be in that but to find a distinction in that kind of high position itself anyway because if you are like the dude in charge of hiring and firing people at a company you're probably the most despised motherfucker in the company because you've got the unfortunate goddamn fucking task of firing some motherfucker and you don't want to but unfortunately you've got to put business first you know what i mean so like you could you could make a decision you could say something or make a decision that you don't necessarily want to make, but for the best of business, you've got to make it. These guys clearly weren't making decisions that were best of business, though. Right. I mean, a lot of people, it takes a special kind of person to even be in that job, because a lot of people, you know, aren't even comfortable with trying to have that kind of conversation with, you know, people like, hey, well, you're out of here. You know, yeah. it's not an easy conversation to have, but, you know, it, you need to be a certain kind of person to be able to even be in that kind of you know space right. just because it's one of those awkward interactions so that you kind of have to have yeah sorry to continue on this conversation so we can quickly move on to the next one so it did come out and kofi alluded to this and Co- and omar really wants to talk about this this has been cited as now the reason why Microsoft did not purchase moon studio there was in there was interest in purchasing them but it's come out with this article that this is the reason why Microsoft did not go ahead with purchasing them. 
Now that's a bullshit meter times twenty thousand. Because Activision happened. We're, we're well, about to fight about this work. Work. Yeah, here we go. I, you know what, uh, Jube, Omar, fucking have at it. I'm gonna get. I, I will find some popcorn because I want to see. I want to see this fucking shitstorm of spasm. Go on. Go ahead. This okay. is on such much. Go ahead, Jube. Go, go. No, no. I want you to go ahead and go first because I already know what I'm about to say. I got you. Go. Just go ahead and go first. Okay. So. The fact that they just purchased Activision just said it all. And before people can say, yeah, but this is, um, what's called, um, uh, this is all, uh, just one person. No, HR literally, uh, didn't defend the woman that eventually killed herself. Like, the toxic environment in Activision is so fucking bad, it's beyond belief. So, Anyone that's gonna tell me that Microsoft would ever buy a company like Activision, they would have bought Moon Studio in a heartbeat. Not even in a millisecond, in a heartbeat. One, it's a blimp. No one would have absolutely cared about the allegation or whatever you want to call it. They would have replaced whoever needs to be replaced and call it a day. Because Moon Studio, Ori 1, I never cared for it. It, It's an okay game. But Ori 2 is an amazing platformer. And the gameplay is genuinely fun and exciting. Aside from the game-breaking two bugs that I had, or glitches that I had, I loved that game. And that was the very best IP that PlayStation uh, Microsoft uh, focused on. And that's why, for me, I would have bought Moon Studio over Double Fine and and Ninja Theory combined. But that's just me. You bet. Okay. Your, uh, your rebuttal, please. So, I like how you brought up Activision, right? Here's the thing. Activision is a publicly traded company, which means Bobby is not the deciding factor in whether they want to sell or not. You feel me? It there's shows. a board. Exactly. There, there's a vote that needs to happen. In the case of Moon Studios, they're not publicly traded. It's two guys. Those two guys have to agree to sell. And I guarantee you, if Microsoft wanted to buy them, it's like, well, if we buy you, you're out because your employees don't like you. And then Moon Studio, the the two guys are going to be like, go fuck yourself. We're not going to sell to you because this is our shit. You feel me? I guarantee you they could have done so without saying we we were going to kick you after we bought Because here's the thing. If, If they got acquired by Microsoft, do you honestly think the employees would want to go to Microsoft to still be working under the motherfuckers that they supposedly have so many issues with? No. But which in turn... It, but which let the man fucking finish he gave you the respect to not interrupt any of your shit you show him that same respect jube continue um i mean so so like i said they're they're no if they feel this way they're not gonna go to work under another umbrella and still be under the same motherfuckers that you know is giving them grief at work that's not gonna work a lot of people are going to resign or not bother, which is in turn going to cause Microsoft to literally have to rebuild that studio after already paying to buy said studio. Now they have to spend more money to replace the people that don't want to be under that same leadership. So I'm, I'm pretty sure there's the contention. A, they didn't want to sell because they knew if they sold, 
they're they're out. You know what I'm saying? No. So I, let, I me, let me let me add to both sides here. Let me add to both sides here because yeah. I, I I have some thoughts on this as well before both of you rebuttal each other. So as far as the Activision thing, there's something else that you failed to mention, Jube, that there is a big deciding factor on why they purchased Microsoft and not Moon Studio. Moon Studio has one fucking IP. Yep. And Activision has a fuck ton. They have way more. Way more. Like the, equity, equity wise, they will get more out. They're going to get more return Activision on their investment out of Activision than they would have with, with Moon but Studio. But I never. But that's never the focus. The focus was the whole. Um, uh, people are painting Microsoft as no, no, as no, 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 no. The the, the, folk, the focus at the end of the day is money. Ori is a great game. A great is game. it going to make so the kind of money that Activision is going to make for Microsoft? Absolutely not. It, right. It's it's impossible. It won't. And that's that's why. Because here's the thing. The Ori. Because here's the thing. First of all. If if they bought Moon Studios, they'd have to buy it from the two guys because they own the whole fucking thing. They could yep. they could they could put down a price, any price they wanted. Now whether Microsoft paid that or not, that's that's up in the air whether they would have. But considering they are a privately traded, co- they are a, a private company. They could put down they could put down uh seven uh, wait hold on seven Does figures. He? They could put down seven figures, nay, or or like fucking eight figures, uh, because they would get all that money. They they get a, and then if they didn't want to leave because all of this would have to be done on a contract, they would be they would also have written in the contract that they would stay on as the directors of Moon Studio for X amount of years, which uh, the guys at uh, the guys at Activision can't do. Like uh, the the t- I, uh, maybe the team at Blizzard, the assholes who did a lot of this shit, maybe they're under contracts that they've got certain time on their contract. So either Microsoft has to buy out their contract to get them out, or they run out their contract and then give them the boot, or they try and rehabilitate them into not being assholes. But guys, but guys at the top, the the CEOs, the people who own shares, they're fucking gone. Because they're being bought out, they're buying all of the shares. Because like it's still going through because it needs to be voted. Because I mean, you got to rem- and for me, it's always the big one. You got to remember, Tencent owns a um, owns a percentage of uh, Activision Blizzard, and for a buyout of this magnitude, everybody has to agree to share uh, to sell shares. If I believe it, I believe it's the thing. If one person uh, doesn't want to sell, um. Then I, I think the whole deal falls through, if I remember correctly. It's no, it's it's still it's still majority rules. It, it, that's like okay. that with any company. You can always be overruled. Like you, there's always going to be dissenting votes when it comes to selling there. But if you're outvoted, you're outvoted. That there's nothing you can really do about that. Thank you for clearing that up. Uh, now, here's the thing. now let me finish. Now, as far as Moon Studio, I do believe that Microsoft could have could have could have uh, bought Moon. St- I do believe uh, Microsoft could have bought Moon Studio. And um, they could have bought Moon Studio at the time and given these guys enough of a number that these guys would have given over all of the control. I feel like Microsoft could have done that at the time. Definitely. There's no denying that, Jube, no offense, there's no denying that. They could have given these guys enough money 
that they could have ousted them, got them out completely, and then got new management in. Like yep. it's just about the amount of money these guys would have wanted, which again, yeah, for me, it wouldn't it wouldn't have surprised me if it went to eight figures. Like yeah, twenty. Like it's, 20 it's, here's here's the thing. It's, let, me, let, me let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish because there is a there's a even I'm siding with Omar on this that they could have done it, but there is a big fucking caveat to this, and this is something neither of you actually considered. Um, they could have done it, but like I said, it probably would have gone to like eight figures, like probably fucking thirty million. So, like, like uh, uh, that might be a ludicrous de- degree, but again, it's a private company. They could have written down any number they wanted um, with the stipulation that they leave. But they're buying talent, though. What? They're buying talent and IP. No, I, no, I agree. No, I agree. they're I not, agree, they're not they, buying no, IP. No, they would. No, if they, if they bought Moon Studio, they would have bought the Ori IP. Um, who, who's, who owns the IP? Uh, that would be um, uh, the, the two guys. That I believe yeah, that would be Moon Studio. I, I think they own Ori. I think they own it. I'm pretty sure they own Ori. I think Microsoft was only a yeah, publisher. Because that's why they were able to switch as well. They were only a publisher yeah, for and, it. And they actually, they, actually, they actually wanted to put it on PlayStation. But Microsoft said no because they were afraid of the whole console situation. Um, I mean, you could look it and, up. Hold on. Uh, who owns so, Ori? And so. IP? Who, one of the uh, point why Microsoft didn't buy them is because they wanted yeah. to go Microsoft. No, uh, first, first. Um, oh no! So one they, of the... hold on. Oh, they don't own the IP. Microsoft owns the distribution rights, though. Yes. Uh, oh, so this, this is this. This is a case of the, the Spider-Man, Sony, Disney. Yeah. Um, as uh, but here's the thing. I found something else. As Metro points out, Microsoft owns the Ori property, which means that Moon Studio will probably have to stray from its beloved woodland creature uh, if this game is multi-platform, private divisions wheeling. Um, that's weird because I'm because this is from Destructoid as well. It sounds they like, wanted but it, to but put if it's it similar on, then it sounds like the, the Sega deal with Bayonetta. They wanted to put it on M PlayStation. Microsoft said no. That's why that's why uh, Xbox never bought Moon Studio. Moon Studio wanted to go multiplat. No, here's the thing. That's the only Here's the thing. No, I, I do believe there is some sense of um that Microsoft realized these guys might have been assholes at the time and didn't want to buy them. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like I said, Here's the thing you you both failed to remember was the time that this that this happened. This is before Microsoft decided. This was before Game Pass. This was before. This is before um, uh, Microsoft's mandate was world fucking domination. You kind of got to remember that oh, like, there, there was a difference. so they should have. They could have been focusing on on talent then, because you no, need talent. No, but it isn't a case of talent because at that time they weren't. Again, you got to remember, Omar. In the Xbox One generation, there was two mindsets. There was the there was the all-in-one entertainment box aspect, and then there's Phil Spencer, which again, Phil Spencer's mandate. Whether you whether whether you, and I will stick by my guns when I say this. Phil's fucking Phil Spencer's fucking goal is world domination. He will become a supervillain if we do not keep him in check. And this falls in before I believe Phil Spencer's mandate of world domination. Before he started eating up eating up uh, studios like it's an all you can eat buffet. So 
it kind <laughs> so the the time frame doesn't actually fit that they would have gone out of their way to purchase a studio where now they're in the mindset of they will go out of their way to purchase a studio if they can get enough return equity from it and enough talent from it like Bethesda, like Activision, uh, Activision Blizzard, like um, some of the like Ninja Theory, like it's a di- it, it's a difference in perspective. It's a difference Ooh. in priorities between when they could have bought Moon Studio to now. Oh, Dante, one more thing. Like it, it also. I'm just reading this. It's all. It also says like the founders actually were making like personal attacks against like Xbox teams. Like they oh. they also intentionally burn their own fucking bridges. Oh. <laughs> like I'm not gonna give y'all fucking yeah. money now. Y'all can go fuck yourselves. Wow. To me, it's just so <laughs> obvious why Xbox didn't. It, it, like you don't even have to acquire them, right? You could have just continued like an exclusive whatever. Yeah, they, they didn't even. Money. They didn't even want to do that. Yeah, they, they want to do that. Microsoft, PlayStation, um, not PlayStation. Most studio wanted to put Ori on PlayStation. Microsoft said no. Like, uh, most studio wanted more people to play the game the Microsoft said no. They they barely were able to put it on Switch. Microsoft said thought, yeah, because Switch is inconsequential when it comes to the whole console situation. But I love, uh, how, I love putting... how you bought it right into a console war. <laughs> no, this is literally in the what's called in the um, is in the article that I read. Because of fanboys they didn't put it on PlayStation. Here, let me see if I can... It's a snippet of the actual article. I need to look it up what the actual article is. But I read it, the article, back then. Oh, side note. Notice why Tokyo is currently sitting at a uh, 75 meg score. Yeah, with, I wanted with, uh, to... I get the feeling it might reach an 80 by the time oh, you, we get to like, 100 reviews. Oh, 100 reviews, yeah. Because I'm, I'm just seeing this. This is what I fucking hate. I'm going to point this out just while uh, Jube is doing some research on whatever he's researching in Omar. I fucking hate the new Twitch, uh, the new Twitter, because I'm seeing posts from people I don't even follow just out of uh, general. It's like, why, why would I want to see? Why the f- I'm getting Xbox tweets about Xbox through, through whatever the fuck this is from, a, from Persona Speaks. I don't even follow this guy. Star thing will change it, I think, to people only that you follow. You see the little like star at the top? Try hitting that and see if that changes. Uh view content. See see later. Yeah, see later, sweet sister. Thank you, Kofi. You have just oh, saved actually, fucking oh, sanity. Dante. Dante. Yeah. Moon does not own the Ori IP. Yeah, no, no, that's what I was looking at. I realized. Yeah, they that. so yeah, like they my Microsoft really has no incentive to to but they can literally just yeah, hire so whoever they, they yeah, want yeah, they to do, work right. on. Yeah, no, they they could. And with but with Ori, like you would I would turn around and say though, with with Ori, if you wanted to continue that, you'd want to you'd want the original devs who are familiar yeah, with it. Yeah, but you you could also it. poach you could also poach those devs though. Oh, like yeah, you don't have to buy the whole studio. You you could be literally be like, hey. Hey, would you guys want to come over and... But, but again, that, you know, work that, that depends on the contracts they're under. Yeah. Like, maybe maybe they couldn't post them. They'd have to wait probably like four years for their contracts to run up or to, mm-hmm. to come up for renewal. I mean, but, and then but again, them. then again, those they, they could also leave. I mean, they, they, are, they do have a deal with private division. Is that deal as lucrative as the Microsoft deal? Maybe probably not. not. No, well, you know, like these you know, private, you know, private divisions only fucking noteworthy game. I fucking I know off the top of my head is Ollie. 
Yeah. So it's, it's like, so yo, found, like, found... paychecks are being affected. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever new IP they're working on, they're not getting as much money as they did when they worked on Ori. So, Either I mean, way, that could be a side. Right, people could just leave. The end of this, because this next topic is going to be the last one, and God damn it, this one's going to be a heated one. Oh, I take that back. No, they do have another one. They do actually have. Uh, I do take that back, though. Just private, just hey, just a, found... just a little jab at private division. They are also the guys behind fucking Hades. They are the guys who so published I... Hades. What I found? Yeah, they, I they published found... the Outer Worlds too. So I, I found I found the article. So what he said is, um, I get bunch. This is also one of the main reasons why we decided to make our next game with private division instead of Microsoft. Mahler wrote. We always got so many gamers saying that they love Ori, but hate that they can't play it on PlayStation. Well, why not? Because it was funded by Microsoft, hence they called the shot. Luckily, we got Microsoft to allow us to port Ori to the Nintendo Switch, but that didn't come for free, and they probably only allowed it because the title was small enough and not cause any fuzz. Our next any fuzz. So basically, any fuzz with the console war. They were afraid, genuinely afraid. No, no. Of any any, any no. fuzz is basically the fact that there is a distinct difference. And I've said this, and I've said this multiple times. There is no console war between. There is no console. Uh, there, there, God damn it! You got me saying console war. Nintendo sits in its own unique position that neither yep. Nintendo, neither PlayStation, nor Xbox will yeah. ever penetrate, and that is you the can't. handheld market. They have you that. Can't. I, they can't. As much as <laughs> as much as Jubei and Pharaoh suck its dick, XCloud will not penetrate the handheld market and take away much from uh, Nintendo because Nintendo has that shit unlocked. PlayStation could no, do it, and Xbox will not, will not be able to do it. They have they no. they have their niche. But the thing is, the point of xCloud is never to take away hardware market share. So it's not supposed to do that. No, no, yeah, it's but not his supposed thing, to do thing, that. But it will take away time share, which is the which is, which is the which. Let's be fair. Even if it doesn't take away hardware share, share, share uh, hardware shares, it will take away time shares because the the time well, that people are looking at xCloud is the time they're not looking at the. The switch. It depends on it, it depends on what games are on XCloud. I mean, if, if a game if, if, if a game if a game is attractive enough and it's available to a consumer, they're gonna play it. It's not it's not a matter of taking it away from the Switch though. It's just all right. If there's games that I want to play, people go where games are, and if the games are easily accessible, okay. No. Yeah, okay. So let's move on to the last topic. Um, I told you so. I was right. Not a console one. No, I was genuinely right. I never meant it uh, as you know a console one. So long, so long as we can move on to the next topic, I'll let you live into your. I'll let you live in your little delusion. You were right, but this is something you were actually right about. This is actually something that I can't even that I cannot even disagree that you're actually right about. Uh, no, I wasn't even defending this. I wasn't on any stance. I was. I. I I'm. I go where the fucking facts are because that's that's who I am. I. I don't let my emotions cloud my judgment. I. I am not a Sith. I am. A, I am. A, I am a. I am a Jedi. Um, and that is that. There has been a mass exodus from the initiative. Um, Xbox's quadruple uh, A studio. 
So, in the, a recent article, Xbox Studio, the initiative, has lost approximately half of its main development team, including a handful of senior employees, as per for the new report from VGC. According to the information from LinkedIn, around 34 staff members have left the company in the last 12 months, including game director Dan Hanberger, design director Drew Merry, the principal world builder uh, uh, Joyan Myers, among other senior members. The studio saw multiple exits across other disciplines, including writers, directors, engineers, and QA staff. Uh, also leaving in the year. Speaking to VGC, former employees described the departures as fast and furious and said that the momentum of ongoing projects was heavily affected. Several ex-employees have described the initiative's hierarchy as a top-down environment, with studio head Daryl Gallagher and Neuberger controlling a lot of creative decisions. According to the outlet, staff were furious and didn't feel heard, on key issues surrounding development. The team also said that it was surprised that Microsoft's leniency towards the studio's lack of progress as a result. One former member said, making games is hard enough, let alone when you feel like you don't get enough, uh, get through to people making the decisions that affect everyone. Some of the part, some of the departures took place in September last year, around the time that the initiative partnered with Crystal Dynamic to create the reboots of Perfect Dark. It's no small task to build a studio and reinvent a beloved franchise, said Gallagher, speaking to VGC. It's creating the initiative we set out to leverage co-development partnerships to achieve our ambitions. And we're really excited about all the progress we're seeing through our uh, relationship with Crystal Dynamic. In in this journey, it's not ne- it's not uncommon for there to be staffing changes, especially during a time of global upheaval over the last two years, and there's plenty of work to f- uh, to front uh, for us to develop uh, deliver a fantastic, perfect dark experience for other people, uh, play for other players. And Co and Rick Kofi, by the way. Um, so here's the thing. Fucking, oh, here. fucking COVID being blamed again. I, 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 I'm fucking getting sick and tired of COVID being blamed. No, I, I don't blame COVID. They don't blame COVID. No, they, no, they are blaming COVID. The upheaval over the last two years. They, they are like one of one of the things they are attributing this to is COVID, which I find that bullshit. I find absolute bullshit is because uh, no, hold, hold you, you could, maybe maybe because of working at home made it even more difficult for company because no, no, there no, is no, that, that, that I would understand let me, let me explain let me explain no there you interrupted me just to understand that you interrupted me <laughs> okay go ahead right no it's bull it's bullshit because here's the thing you can look at the last two years Nobody has suffered this kind of exodus in any other studio, to my knowledge, other than the initiative in the last 12 months. And Halo. And Halo didn't even suffer this much, this, this amount of people. It did. Leaving. It no. did. No. Well, it, it no, they didn't lose half of their staff. No, they didn't. No, they it didn't. Did, it, 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 it just had one of its key developer leaving, and it also it made them crash. Uh, well... 
basically, yeah. You, you're lot. Do you, do you mind just researching that for me? Because I know for a fact that half of the goddamn team for, from Three Four so, Three did not fucking leave. Half of Three Four Three. They didn't leave. No, 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 no. They didn't. They one big dude left. And one uh, big dude is not the same as this story, though. Yes, this story yeah, is talking about half. Half of the fucking team leaving in twelve in in the space of twelve months. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll have a. I, I have something to add to that. That their their size in a minute, but I'll I'll let you. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I'll let you off for a yeah. Second. Thank you. So here's the thing. I I find it bullshit. They're calling the the, the blaming COVID, but for the simple reason is there is. Um, there is many other studios out there that have been pushing through to make games and working from home that have not suffered any kind of losses like this. Okay, not just that, but the but if this list I have right here is to be believed, many of these fucking stu- many of these developers have gone back to their original goddamn fucking studios or studios mm-hmm. under the umbrella of the same company that they were just under. So, um, mm-hmm. X Dev from Naughty Dog. Um, left and joined Insomniac. One of them returned back to Insomniac. Uh, one of them returned back from Naughty Dog. Uh, one of the dudes from uh, Santa Monica Studios went to Naughty Dog. Another one left for Riot. Um, another one went to SMS. Uh, no, one of yeah, one went back to. Um, oh no, I don't actually. I think he just left. I don't think he went back. Um, uh, even some Crystal Dynamic guys have left um, um, as well. Only to be. Right back. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five and left. Uh, one of the dudes from Insomniac who left for the in, uh, for the initiative went back to the fucking Insomniac. Um, but no other game, no other game developer has suffered this kind of fucking exodus at this many levels in the last two in the last twelve months, let alone the last two years, to my knowledge. So first of all, I call bullshit on that. But here's the thing. With this kind of exodus and with what I'm reading from this, it's clear that now the initiative realizes that they are shorthanded. So I'm feeling like that's why Crystal Dynamic has been bought in, is to alleviate some of the pressure they are feeling from half of their damn studio leaving. Like that. And like and that's not even going into the reasons why people left. Like if if you set like the, the initiative looks like it was set up half assed because like if you get if you've got de- if you've got people there that you hired like you literally took them from other stu- you hired them from other studios for because they because apparently they're the be- they're the best of the best in their field which is what mm-hmm. everybody keeps saying that the division is made up of the best of the best but you're not listening to the to the people you hired that's an issue. Like that—that's a severe fucking issue. If you weren't listening to people you hired to do the job that you're hiring them to do, if they're trying to tell you, "Bro, this shit ain't working," you're just not listening to them, or this won't work. Like, fuck no! Like, Jesus Christ, fucking hell! I mean, looking at these numbers, I mean, it's like fucking Thanos found the Infinity Gauntlet again, snapped half of the studio out of existence. Like this is this is not a good look. Like this really is not. Like there's no the fact the facts are half of the studios left in twelve months. That is not a good look. They bought in Crystal Dynamic, which looking at what it looking at all of this, they were bought on to alleviate the pressure for half their studio leaving now. 
Stop eating so, some chips so damn lilac in here. Right, now, Jube, you can now say your piece. <clears throat> so there's an article from 2019 um, discussing how the initiative is has always intended to remain a very small studio. They're not about numbers. This isn't the 343 situation. They Their whole goal is to partner with other studios to get the jobs done. So that, that that's kind of how it is by design. So that's why I'm not necessarily too worried about departures or them or their staffing size, because this studio was made to partner with a bigger studio to achieve whatever the fuck they're trying to do. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Crystal Dynamics uh, is really the, the 2019. Yeah. Okay. Three yeah. years. Yeah. So it's, 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 this, this is, this is the thing. So it's, it was already, there was a precedent st stating that they were already going to be a tiny studio as it is, and they were going to work with other okay. people well, and crystal dynamics is on board because head of initiative happened to okay. also be at crystal dynamics at some point he he headed crystal dynamics of course he was going to go to his old guys to help to help out with his new studio at okay. least with this initial project but this studio is designed to be small and work with other studios i will concede i will concede that point i, I will concede that point if, if that's what if that was the mandate from the beginning we i don't even want to get into the, the quadruple a shit was a typo and that's already been no. stated Oh, it, it, right. it, here, here's here's the thing. It doesn't no, fucking matter. They're a tiny studio. That's a single A studio. They partner with a triple A studio like Crystal Dynamics. That's quad A. I mean, like I, I don't. I shouldn't have to lay it out there for you. Like it doesn't fucking matter. I told you there's an article from three years ago that said, "Hey, they're tiny. They're supposed to be tiny. They're not. They're not a studio of scale. If they need, if they require scale, they are going to enlist help for said scale." That 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 has been the whole idea since the beginning. Okay, so AAA is all about budget. AAA is all about budget. I'm hitting the mute button. I'm hitting the fucking mute button. Because who who gives the budget to be able to work? Who's paying Crystal Dynamics? Microsoft is. That's a budget. They have to pay that entire studio to help out with whatever I'm the fuck they're helping. Over out. the mute. <laughs> right. Can I get my point out? Because I just want to. Yeah. I just want to get. Sorry. I just wanted to get to your point before I was so rudely interrupted by Omar. I will concede the fact that they work with other studios. If that was their mandate from the beginning, I will I will concede that. But I will also I'm curious about what because like it, it the the idea that they're working with other studios. I want it. I, it doesn't does it say in how big of a capacity? Because it wouldn't surprise me if now if it was like okay, we're gonna have like uh, half of Crystal. Like the original mandate was stop mute yourself. You're gonna eat them chips. Ain't me. <laughs> You're eating, and we can hear it down the microphone, and it's breaking in my damn ears. Anyway, I was. So anyway, yes, it it would not surprise me if the original it it was the original mandate uh, when they were at full strength. Okay, uh, it, we're gonna work. We're gonna work with half of Crystal Dynamic if that was the original mandate. But now they, they never specified that. They said that it's going to be a, a tight, a very tight team focused on innovating in game development yeah, I know. which means yeah, but that's well, but, that, but that, that's, that's a very that's a very blanket term like yeah, what is tight team blank... that, that could be five people yeah that could be now, very that could, that could very much wondering, be five people. but now i'm wondering with this mass exodus has that now been bumped up to like all of crystal dynamic helping because there's a big giant gap they need to fill in because here's the thing even though like i i agree they clearly were trying to start uh, they were clearly wanting to remain small I don't think they wanted. I I don't think they wanted to be only thirty four fucking staff small. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but but I mean, if you're gonna partner with other studios, you're. It's I guess you're partnering with that studio for a reason to no, provide no, no. manpower you, that you don't have. Yeah, you're partnering you're partnering with manpower, but like you need the senior staff to manage all of those departments that you are hiring on, which they don't have anymore because they went from. Well, do you, but here, here's the thing: you have the former head of Crystal Dynamics at the head of as the head of it of the initiative. Does do you really need former? Do you really need other head staff when you used to run that fucking studio before you left that studio to start this one? Yeah, because then yeah, I, I, I say I say you don't because now you're you're literally reaching out to old friends to help you with whatever you're working on there. We're gonna have to agree to disagree though because it, it, with this like particular, like I said, I'm I'm not worried about this particular project because of who the partner studio is and who the head of the initiative is. See, again, if it was anybody else, G Gallagher has a history with Crystal Dynamics because he used to head it, so my, he doesn't need help. He doesn't need help running the Crystal Dynamics side because he just came from there. Man, I don't, he understands. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't care if he's the. I don't. I don't care if he's the fucking former pope. I wouldn't trust him to run all world religions. <laughs> okay, well, he ran the whole studio himself. So I mean, I, I don't know what else you want me to say. Because now, not only are you adding which, because how how long ago was was it that he was the head of Crystal Dynamic? Uh, for Tomb Raider, bro. Which the, Tomb Raider? the initiative started in twenty eight. He came. In 2018, when did the last Tomb Raider come out? Uh, that's one thing. That's what I want to find out because I, I are you talking know, about Shadow of Tomb Raider? Probably because here's the thing. My my thing is how because how 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 many new faces are in the in, in Crystal Dynamic now? Because not only does he have to, not only does he have to head down. Uh, a, a so he he was a, he was with Crystal Dynamics from 2009 to 2015. Right, so that was actually before. So I guarantee, and Crystal Dynamic has grown since then. So Possibly, now, so, yeah, no, uh, no, I guarantee you they have. So now that's a much larger, larger studio than what he was used to. With a lot of new fresh faces, he doesn't know. On top of all the people from the initiative, all all, all thirty four of them, uh, that he's now got to head down. Who all of those people are there to be seniors over certain divisions. So it's more of a pyramid scheme where every where you've got a senior, uh, a senior. Um, music engineer who's going to be heading up the music department who then reports directly to Gallagher and Gallagher's kind of dictating playing puppet master with all these senior exec uh, the all these seniors as they uh, are managing the juniors so to speak like that seemed like that like they said that's how the initiative was set up was to be top down so Gallagher seniors and the devs like that's how they said that the initiative was made mm -hmm. to be but you've mm -hmm. just lost half of the workforce that you were supposed to be working who you were supposed to be working through to work with these other devs so like what i'm saying what i'm saying is that's a that is a big chunk like i don't know how much this is going to impact the game i don't because i i don't know who, who left like give me a second who who exactly left? Because I didn't. Fuck it. I got rid of the goddamn fucking thing. Um. Because like I know, uh, lead designers left. I know creative environments. Uh, people left. Like the, these are people they hired because they were the best in their field. They knew about it, which I guarantee you, Gallagher doesn't know everything about what goes into making great music. What goes into making great level design. What goes into making great environment design. 
and all of that. That's what all of these people were hired right. to do. Do you know what I mean? Like his mm-hmm. his job was to manage these people, and they were literally the mouth. Of, they were literally the fucking mouths of God, g- giving onto the peasants the word of God. <laughs> Basically, but it also it also says the resignation timeline coincides with when Crystal Dynamics was announced had announced its involvement. Like we're just now hearing about the departures, but because the studio hasn't said shit, like these people could have been long gone, like no, it, last no, year, it, it year before, like no, it literally like, no, it literally like, like within the last twelve months. But when did also when did they say they brought on Crystal Dynamics? Like maybe the leadership wasn't expecting them to be hey we're gonna bring on crystal dynamics to help with this and people took offense to that i mean we again we don't know their reasons for leaving yeah and, no, and we, that, we, that's a missing well, that's mean, a missing piece in this i mean the, the, the reasons were stated here that they were frustrated and didn't feel heard does every single person that left all feel uh, that like staff were frustrated and didn't feel heard on key issues surrounding development Staff is a very general term if three of those people felt that way they can still say staff the team was again does alive. everybody that left all feel the same way. So the all right, let, me, let, me finish, let me let me read it all out for you again. Um, speaking to VGC, former employees described the departures as fast and furious. And okay, how said, many former employees? Oh, this is like fucking taking a poll. Like you, I don't, you have, you I have don't to, know because you have they to know the exact. We don't. We, nobody knows. That's why I'm like, why? Why is they don't give away their sources? Because if they give away their sources, they basically make these fucking people nigh unemployable because they're giving yeah, away all. We of this we, shit. we don't know. They, they could still say former employees and they talk me, to three people. Me, like we don't continue. fucking know. Let me let me continue because this, like I said, this goes towards what I'm saying about the loss of senior management. Um, who were clearly hired because they were excellent in their field having an effect. Because this is what he said. The former VGC former employees described the departures as fast and furious and said that the momentum of ongoing projects were heavily affected. Several staff members also described the initiative's hierarchy as top-down. Like I said, he's at the top. He dictated the word of God. He, 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 he is God. The rest of them, uh, the seniors are his prophets, and they give the word of God onto the people who want to move forward. Hold on, Omar. Um, with studio head uh, Darren Gallagher and Newberger controlling a lot of the creative decisions. Like, those two were, were the main driving creative, but the seniors had to advise these studio these uh divisions how they were going to implement this vision because these 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 guys had the idea but didn't know how to implement it which is why these seniors were seemingly hired so that they could implement the vision um according to but then it goes according to the outlet staff were frustrated and didn't feel heard which goes with a lot of what these um like it's a lot of senior members so clearly, uh, these these ideas that these guys had might not have been working. They tried to tell them, and they were like, "I don't care, make it work." That actually fucking happened with Mass Effect Andromeda as well. Um, on key issues surrounding development, the team also said it was surprised by Microsoft's leniency towards the studio's lack of progress as a result. So correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, one dictator the UB, uh, um, uh, UBay entire argument of how this how this studio was meant to be small. Like you can have a small studio, but you're not gonna lose a lot of work because of your uh, people leaving. You're gonna have to be prepared 
for people leaving to have other people join in just in time to take someone else's place. You're not going to waste time, money, management, just and uh, just because of being small studio. No company would ever sign up on that. No. That, they, oh, they, my God. They, they, no, they, they hired Crystal Dynamics because there was already issues with the fucking hierarchy. People are already upset with the top-down part of it, and that's why I'm like, well, if you're going to leave, we're going to need some help. So. I know. I think I know how this is supposed to work. I think I know how the studio is meant to actually work, thinking about it. They're not meant to make games themselves. So they just no, yeah, no. <laughs> they're, no the I mean, crea- they're, they're, they're the creative behind it. Like yeah, they're, they're not actually yeah, doing it. Yeah, they're the they're not the ones who actually make the game. They're the guys you they're the guys you attach like the fucking uh free uh, the 32X onto the Genesis to make to make it even more powerful. Like now in English now in English, please. Okay, so you take the initiative who is basically nothing but seniors who are the best in their field at music. Um, art direction, environment design, AI, stuff like that, and then you attach them to any other studio that you want, and they are basically the puppet masters who control the devs of that team into creating a new game. I understand that. That's what I said. If that's how it's meant to work, losing half your goddamn staff is a big yeah. massive blow. It, it, and it Lugan, is. And Lugan, but no, we, we, we need this game to come no, out like that. Like no, I said, we, we, don't, we don't know everybody's reasons. Again, no, seeing, the, seeing the word staff, but, but not having a number thing, attached to that. Here's the problem, though. Like, for all we... The game, the game, we don't know when the game's meant to be released. So the problem, the problem you face right now is the game could... The argument that you could be made, you could make right now to me is if the game comes out in like fucking three years um, or four years and it's fucking amazing, you'd be like, oh, there was no need to worry. The problem though arises is how long did those did those release it or did those exits delay the game? Could it delay exactly. the game? Could it have delayed the game by two whole years? Like, in, could right. we have gotten the game two whole years earlier if none of these uh, issues and ex- exits happened? Exactly. It could, it this could is come out amazing, but we could have gotten this excellence much earlier. Exactly. Yeah, so you're when rolling, people you're say like forty studios deep, not really worried about that. So when people say that, uh, but then, hold on, hold on, hold on. The prob- the problem is that the problem is Pharaoh. That's great and all, but they already fucking announced the game. So now, how long are people yeah. gonna have to wait, and how long until expectation? I mean, how about that we said as as a group though that we don't mind delays as long as the game comes out good. We can't have both delays. I agree, but there's a difference. There's a difference between acceptable length and Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> so, as yeah, a very we haven't even we haven't even come close to Duke Nukem Forever. I'm making an exaggeration to make my point. <laughs> I don't want to wait six years for this game because by that time I'm going to be balls deep in so many other games. Omar, make your goddamn point. Go ahead. Yeah, so at the very end, you're not going to waste time, energy, and uh, everything else in between just because you're a small studio. If you know, if you have contractors that joining in and leaving, let's say, the next Monday, 
by the next before the next Monday, you would have a different person come in, join in, being vetted and told, okay, this is the job that you're gonna take over. This is where we at right now, and this is where you're gonna continue. But we are not seeing that. What we are seeing is the job that people have worked on that's gone. That that's hampering development time. No company would ever sign on that. Okay, you've kind What's of. That? I'm sorry, you you kind of lost me like halfway through that. I don't know what point you're trying to make. Am I the only person here? If I'm the only person here who's like lost in what point he's trying to make, I'll shut up. But I'm lost here. What I mean by that is, when they said uh, when uh, when they said that um, what's called this studio is supposed to be small and stay small, and that's why you're seeing many people leave. That's no, 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 no. The the people are leaving for whole for whole. They're they're leaving because of the structure of the initiative. Yeah, they're not exactly. They're not, so le they're not leaving because it's small. They're leaving yeah, because that's of what the I'm structure. Trying. That's what I'm trying to explain to Jubei. Because he said that uh, this studio was always meant to he be said small. I'm not worried about the departures because they're meant to be a small studio. Well, I didn't say I'm that they were leaving because they were meant to be small. I'm saying that the, the, the departures don't bother me if this studio was designed to function as a tiny studio but in the first place. Is that going to delay them in some regards? I'm pretty sure. But with, again... I don't know the reason for everybody leaving. We, we Nobody knows the reason for everybody leaving. They could have left for money. I mean, it, it, could, it could have been a lot of things. Or well, maybe he's like, hey, I contributed this. I don't really have much else to contribute. You know, here you go. I'm out. Like, you don't fucking know. Like, I, 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 we, we don't know. So I, I'm, you saying I'm saying that, oh, they're only leaving because they're meant to be small. Is like, that's not what I said. I said... I'm not bothered because they're meant to be small. So the, the departures don't bother me in the same way that it's bothering you guys. No, 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 no. That's not, that's not what's bothering me. I get the fact they're going to be small. I get, I, I actually get the structure they're going with. My concern is, is you hired these people for a reason because they're the best. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and I get that. And, and and like then, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not arguing against that. It's just, I'm, I'm just not as worried yeah, about but it. My, when my main people. worry is, is who do you replace them with? Like, because it feels like you hired these people because of the best. You just bring in the second best. Like, like what, what, how, how do you restructure this and address the problems? Cause right now I think the biggest thing right now that should be the biggest concern, even for you, Jube is are they going to address the issues that have made half the team leave or are we going to have to wait for the team to get cut down by half again until you get worried? Good question. Because, I mean, if, if it, it, I mean, like I said, there are 34 people right now. If that gets cut down again, there are uh, 17, 17 people in the initiative. And yeah, okay, they're, they're meant to function small, I don't think they're meant to like. I don't think they're meant to uh, function that damn small, especially when they're supposed to be the figureheads of divisions. Mm -hmm. So, at what okay. point? At what yeah, point? At what point? At what point for you? Does it? Because do, they need to address these issues. Because if these issues do not get addressed, it's a possibility that we're we might see more people leave in the next twelve months. At what point yeah, for you? I mean, I'll say, I'll say, in, I'll say, in twelve months, if they lose half their staff again, that's it. There's an issue. There's, I, I'll, I'll be more concerned about it. 
Okay. Okay. I just I just want okay. to that, that I'm, I'm I'm just gonna throw that out there. I'm not concerned about it right now. Okay. Also, with like Chris, people... Crystal Dynamics is handling most of the work on this project. They're getting creative consulted from whoever the fuck is at initiative, and you know. Okay. I, I, I just wanted to gauge the parameter of like whereabouts the worry starts for you. That's all. Also, who are they? Who is going to agree to join the studio when they see? Uh, the clusterfuck that what's happening right Again, now. Again, nobody knows people's reasons for fucking leaving. Like you cannot tell me with a hundred percent certainty that the reason that all all the that half the people left was for the exact same fucking reason. You can't tell me that well, the dude that was pretty much Gallagher's right hand man also left. Why did he leave when he had just as much control as Gallagher did? What what did there? That's an unexplained thing. There, nobody fucking knows why he left. They might. Well, why would he leave when he's in the position of power? In all fact, Jube. But what if what if what if he was part of the the reason why people were leaving, and so he also opted out to not cause any further. We don't fucking know. We need to find out when when he left. Was he the first to leave, or was he like the third to leave? Because like I, I feel like the the time frame of when people le- who was the first and last person to leave would make sense. If he was the last person to leave, maybe he was just jumping ship because he felt like this was a sinking ship. But if he was the first to leave, then maybe this is an exodus that followed him. No, uh, he he left this year. So, so he left. Last. He didn't. He 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 left in 2022. He's a, he he's he's a recent left. He, he left February. Right. So so he left last month. So he's the last person to leave. Right, so then they seem more like then then hmm, then they, this does raise questions on why. All I know is is the way they described it as fast and furious uh, departures makes it seem like there there's not not the same reason, but a, a connected reason to right. why people are leaving. Which, but I, like, say, with him being the last to leave, like we don't know if what if it was him. Or you know what I'm saying? With, <laughs> I mean, we, we again, we'll we'll know. In another leave. year's time, if more people's time, well, now that the other guy's out, if more people leaving, then we know it's it's Gallagher that it's gonna be on it's gonna be on his head. But if the, yeah. his right hand dude that that he shared the responsibility of heading this, you know, he, he apparently the game director in the studio head were pretty much the two top dogs yeah. when it came to doing to doing things. So if we're still seeing an exodus after the game director also leaves, like that, this could have been like, hey. I, I've been vouching for you, and people have been leaving. I can't vouch for you no more. Like w- w- this is all going to come out at some point. You Hold know on. what I'm saying? Did, did he leave, or did Microsoft fire him? He left. So if he if he was the issue, but here, but here's the thing: you can volunteer, you can voluntarily resign. That you're still being fired, but it won't it won't say that you're fired. You left. You you resigned. Last thing I'll say before I let Pharaoh and Zero those poor, poor motherfuckers just be silent over there while Pharaoh doesn't argue. Kofi's not here. Oh, so he's the one that left. Okay. Yes, I said okay, he was. Gotcha. Um, fuck me. You interrupted me. I lost my goddamn point now. Thanks. Pharaoh, what, what are your thoughts on all of this? Um, I just see it as a situation where you have a bunch of people there. You're establishing your own culture. And, you know, sometimes when you're establishing culture like that, you have uh, you have those type of things happen. Like, I don't I'm not seeing it as the worst thing ever. God damn it. Um, you're, you're compiling a whole like they went out and they have they got the best people that they could from a bunch of different studios. Well, all the studios that everybody was going to gel and agree. Yeah. All, all those people that from those different studios all work differently. 
um, for better or worse, you know? So, you know, with that being the case, you know, it's, you know, you're going to have like people, butt had bed, butt heads and have disagreements on how things should be done and things like that. And I think that's where that exodus comes from is when you have a bunch of people who, um, who have their own way of doing things. They had their own culture and they're trying to infuse that into this new studio. The hardest thing to do is to start a new studio. Um, that's why we don't see a lot of new studios get created from these big, uh, uh, from Xbox and PlayStation. Like we don't see a bunch of new studios come from them. They acquire studios at this point because it's a difficult thing to do. So, um, I just see this as them kind of building a culture and kind of dealing with that. Like, I don't, I think, I think it'll be water under the bridge after this first game is done. I think they'll kind of have a culture and a rhythm and a, and a tempo and a way of doing things. We're just watching the birth of a studio and kind of that pruning process of developing your talent and how you want to work and your processes and all that other stuff. Uh, Zero, your thoughts? Um, yeah, I guess I don't necessarily, well, I will view it in you a You're not out there. Okay. Oh, no, I mean, I listen to you guys, uh, um, but I, I, I'm not particularly on the side of doom and gloom, um, but I am aware, I guess, of cautious of what's happening in this space. Uh, like, I'm, all this came out from the article, and so, like, I'm just taking the article at its word, its sort of face value, because it seemed pretty well researched, um, so it seemed to be a culture problem, a management problem, where it seemed to be a top-down management style uh, where those who were creatives didn't really feel like their voice were heard. And if you're a creative, that's the worst thing ever. Like, why am I creating anything if nobody's going to hear me? Um, so, like, if you don't want to be a part of that, then you sort of up and leave. Um, then, of course, they can easily they bring in Crystal Dynamics, um, who... Uh, at least as far as I understand, has already an understanding of the culture because the two guys are very close. So they already understand the sort of management style. What worries me is that perhaps they did not change the style and they just brought in people who fit them, which could be good, could be bad. But in my head, whenever creative voice isn't heard, that's not a good thing. Um, but positively thinking, this is now an opportunity for the initiative Crystal Dynamics to like set the ship straight. Um, I think it's fair to say Perfect Dark is probably going to undergo some sort of soft reboot at this point. So it will probably be quite some time until we see Joanna Dark in her full glory, um, which doesn't have to be a bad thing. It just means we'll be waiting a lot longer to see her. Um, how long that's going to be, I have absolutely no idea. Certainly we don't want to wait too long, but like if we're still waiting for Metroid, we will certainly still be waiting for Perfect Dark. I mean, um, realistically, didn't we always consider this like a 2025, 2026 game anyway? I saw, that yeah, I, always, I saw this more 2024, uh, 2025, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah uh, same. Um, although, you know, I would have personally liked for 2023 because, like, they could have just dropped this. You know, if eventually yeah. all those studios that Xbox has are going to start dropping games left and right. right. Um, so I like would have certainly liked for Perfect Dark to be in that mix, but I mean, again, we saw nothing from this game other than a CGI trailer. Yeah, that was a yeah, and that by the way, that was uh, December eleventh, two thousand twenty. So, uh, th yo, that was yeah, that's that's 
That'll be two years ago today. So, yeah, no, actually, yeah, 2023, 2024 would have been my initial release window. And I feel like that would have been reasonable because, like, you first announced the game and then you, uh, especially with a CG trailer, then we get the game, like, three, four years later, which we're closing in on. Right. So now, most likely, maybe a good pushback to 28. You know, I don't know, but... And, you know, I don't know how Xbox views these things, but I guess if I'm Xbox, I'm looking, well, listen, I, it's, it sucks that Perfect Dark isn't coming out necessarily when we wanted it to, but we've got these, what, 23, 20, however many other studios that's going to be dropping things. We can afford to let one go back. And as yep. much as I adore Perfect Dark, let's keep it 100 here. It is a great game, um, but it is not exactly like the second coming. No. And like yeah. GoldenEye would be, and just because on name alone, even though arguably Perfect Dark is the better game, but mm-hmm. like you know, See. there's probably a whole bunch of people who don't know the name of the the alien from Perfect Dark, but can name you oh, every Elvis. character in GoldenEye. Elvis. Um. So right, and so it's like Perfect Dark's wonderful. Um. It, it's not going to make or break Xbox, I think, in See. any super meaningful way. This, this, it's, this it's just a nostalgia game. Yeah. yeah, for me, this this whole perfect dark thing is at, at least to me, I, like I'm not picking on the initiative initially uh, just for this. I, like a lot of companies do this, and only one fucking company, one person has ever admitted that they did it too early, and that was Final Fantasy fucking Seven Remake when they admitted they fucking announced that game too early, like. I, mm-hmm. I, I hate when a game is announced and then you have to wait seven fucking years for it. Right. Like, yeah. I, I, Cyberpunk did it and I fucking, I will never forgive, um, I will never forgive them for it. Duke Nukem did it and we waited how fucking long? Um, Aliens Colonial Marines did it. Give me a fucking trailer Can- when we're like a year or two out. I mean, we, What's we, the Witcher we just got announced. Yeah, Witcher right. Four literally just got fucking announced, and I'm like, who, who knows where we're gonna see that game? That and that's my point. That, that's like, my we might not point. see that game for a whole nother ten years because of stuff like that. So, like, I, I agree, and you know, I get it. Perfect Dog is nice and splashy though out there, um, but I don't think it'll be the worst thing. You know, yeah. the the the, the quadruple A studio thing that's just marketing speak because no mm-hmm. one actually knew what that meant. Like, no one could and give again, me a def- definition on what that stood for. So, like, whatever the problems that they're having is, are problems that they're having. And then and not, hopefully, and I'd like to point out, again, like I, did, like I had to last time, Microsoft were not the first ones to coin it. Ubisoft were. Yeah, and again, no one gave a definition to what that is. Yep. Like, everyone keeps throwing it in their face, but, like, no one can tell me what that means. It's just a buzzword at this point. Yeah. Conception, like, because Pharaoh hit the nail on the head. The, the A's are based off budget, right? So, like, if we take the most expensive... At one point, I think Destiny was one of the most expensive games ever developed. Yeah. Um, But that was, that was still, like, AAA. So, theoretically, however much money Destiny took to develop, you would you have to triple, double, quadruple it? I wouldn't again. It's a moot point because it doesn't really matter um, because no one has a definition but for this word term. Is it not easy to understand? Like Pharaoh said, it the triple A just means you're putting way more money into it. Is it quadruple A just not a lot more money than into what's it? The, we, so so we have to look at like 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 what's the what's the what's the what's, what's the, the most expensive game being developed right now? So like. 
So I would, I would, I would, uh, I would quit it to like, all right. So Jim Ryan said it, it costs about two, two hundred to three hundred million dollars to make a triple A game, right? So like, if this is quadruple A, they're spending four hundred to five hundred million to make a game. Yep, that's kind of like how I would kind of excessive. Even for a perfect dark game, I'm sorry, that's fucking excessive. Yeah, for that amount of money. And as I look at yeah. it, at least according to in his wiki, so blah, um, you know. Cyberpunk was 174. That's the most development cost. Star Citizen is apparently 339, but that's Damn. still not considered a quadruple A. No, that and that, so, that's crowdfunded as well. Right. So now I we would, have to, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I would I would say that we don't see quote unquote quadruple A, you know, I don't see quadruple A being a thing until we start seeing fully like cloud-based games where you have like worlds that are just so massive that it requires thousands of people to work on a game no, and, and that type of budget i disagree that's the reason we'll get it the reason i think i feel like the reason we'll get quadruple a games and is when cloud service games become the norm and you have to pay a rent to play your games because then yeah. they can just melt the motherfucking they can just melt the fuck out of it that's when we'll start getting. Yeah, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, when the cloud games get so big, that's when you're no, going to no, start no, no, seeing. No, 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 no. It won't have anything to do with scale. In my opinion, it won't have anything to do with scale. It will just be because they can throw more money at a game because they know they'll make it back because your ass is going to pay that monthly fucking twenty dollars subscription. True. Yeah, it's like, again, like again, there's there's never been any hard line rules about these things. Like people just sort of assume based on however they feel about it so like I, I i i probably shouldn't have brought it up because there's no re- reason to completely honest um so you know the initiative it really it, again it sucks from this creative perspective and like i hope that they can steer the ship right i do not think at the moment it's the worst thing in the world it is troubling um yeah. but for xbox yeah. you have a bunch of studios to fall back on like i think they'll be fine right yeah. like uh, we've just had a recent couple games that came out pretty solidly. I know Halo is the only sort of shaky one, um, but all the other ones seem to be doing all right. Yeah, and if they've got new stuff coming, stuff we've never seen. You know, I, we're coming into video game season during this summer, so we've got a bunch of other stuff that's about to show out. Um, I, I, Perfect Dark will be missed, but like, it will not ruin the party. See, like, at yeah. the moment, I can't, I'm, I'm only defending them because it seems like they're the only two that seemingly do it. Like, it, it seems like the only two fucking, stu- the only two companies out there right now who predominantly only, re- outside of indies, but then again, a lot of indies uh, do it, especially if they're going early access. It seems like the only two fucking studios I can concre- concretely say show a game when it's near release like when they first show a game when it's close to release or like I, when when i say close like a year or two away is capcom and playstation for the most part no no stop it no playstation no. uh yeah ragnarok was only announced um when was ragnarok announced uh ragnarok was announced 28 uh, was announced with the ps5 uh no when they was, announced the ps5 um yeah two uh yeah yes uh, two, two, yeah 20, when they announced yeah 2020 and it's come and it's supposedly coming out this year no they years. announced it when they announced the p when they first debuted the ps5 uh, but that was like 20 
Uh, I'm looking. No, oh, no, 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 no. I'm looking no, at the official no, trailer. No, no, God of War no. Ragnarok teaser trailer. This was the very first full announcement of it. September 16th, 2020. 29th. Yeah, it was not after the PlayStation. It was teased in 2019, bro. Like, if you if you look up when it was first teased, it was teased in 2019. Let me have. Let me. Okay, I'm I'm looking at the YouTube. I'm looking at the YouTube tr uh, upload of the trailer from the PlayStation 5 show. Because here, here's the thing: the PS5 was teased in 2019. Why it wasn't teased in 2020? The year it came out it was teased the year before. Also, Ragnarok. Also, Ragnarok was supposed to come out last year. It was yes. supposed to come out in 2020. But because of the what's his not, name, no, uh, it's supposed to come out. It's supposed to come out the launch year. Yep. Supposed no, to be a launch title. not at launch. No, it's no, It was supposed to come out last year, but because of Judge, they had to postpone it to this year. Okay. So yeah, it, it was originally teased in 2019. We're looking at three years ago. Right, hold on. Okay, uh, I'm looking at a lot of videos, and hold on. Are you are you looking at the God of War? Uh... No, you're you're looking at the specific God of War teaser trailer. They said Ragnarok was coming at the very end of the showcase where they showed the PS5 September 16th of 2019. When they first even said that the PS5, when they yeah, they showed they showed, the Horizon, they showed Horizon at the same show. You, they showed, you're, they talking, showed, you're talking about they showed Horizon, they showed God of War, and they showed and they showed Ratchet and Clank all at the same show. That's when they first showed uh, all three games. PlayStation, uh, the the PlayStation Five, um, the PlayStation Five event live stream. Uh, when the, was the reveal the, for the PlayStation Five? Uh, the, re the reveal event, June eleventh, twenty twenty. That was what it looked like when they announced oh, the PS Five is going to happen. It was in twenty nineteen. So I have the link. Go on, send me the link. Send me the link. Send me the link. You're killing me, bro. Up. Hold up, Horizon Forbidden West was the last game to be re revealed at the PlayStation event. That's no. it. No, so no. You, 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 you don't remember the fucking the Omega symbol that said Ragnarok was coming? That wasn't a that teaser was trailer. It was just a fucking picture. That was it. That was, that was at the very the... end of the fucking showcase. I remember it because we yeah. watched it. Yeah, that's, we can go yeah, back that's, and listen to the fucking show. Hold cool. on, hold on. Yeah, that's, that's the one I'm looking at on the official IGN website. That's the that's the Omega because at the end it says Ragnarok is coming 2021 and this was uploaded by IGN on September 16th 2020. Try again. I'm I will fucking I will show the stream. It says right there on the uh, I just sent you a link. Okay, Go ahead and check out the link. Whatever you say is wrong. So it doesn't matter. Where's the link? Did you send it on Discord or Twitch? Yes, Discord. I sent it directly to you. Can you put it on screen? Cause um, I want to watch it. It was that. It, it it definitely showed like in June. It showed in 2019, bro. <laughs> the only announced God of War Ragnarok was uh, actually first teased back in 2019. The PlayStation 5 exclusive was announced at the end of Sony's September 16th uh, PlayStation 5 showcase. See that 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 date lines up with the costume that I found. Keep going. Keep going. Scroll down. Yeah, that's the IGM one I was just looking at. Hold on. I'm going to kick the shit out of you, bro. April 2019, there was a Easter egg for Ragnarok talking about, like, it's been talked about, but people didn't realize that that's what it was talked about. It was, it was revealed way before 20, 
Dude, that doesn't count, though. That's still three years. They, they, they left the fucking breadcrumb. It fucking counts. What the fuck do you mean? Just because no, it took it people a year count. to figure the shit out. And I'm sorry, people are fucking stupid. The official reveal is when they said. Well, I'm not talking about official reveal. Was. They teased um, it. No, I was. Te- it was I teased was. before the official reveal. It was teased. I said, I said. I said it was talked about before that. It was talked about before. But I Everybody knew it was God of War when they said Ragnarok is coming. Then the clearly, the clearly there's a what there's a cro- there's a cross wire here because I'm talking about the first official teaser slash trailer put out by yeah. the companies. I was talking about that because Capcom. When I said Capcom. They did that with Resident Evil 2 in 2018. It came out in 2019. Hold on, give me a sec. I just had the... You got me fucking looking up so much shit. Resident Evil 2 Remake. Released it. Yeah, because that came out in... Yeah, 25th of January 2019. The first trailer. Uh, the, the reveal of the game. Even though it was, again, speculated and uh, everything all but confirmed online kind of thing. The first time it was ever shown was in two was at the PlayStation um, sh- uh, E3 showcase in 2018. The first official trailer slash teaser that was ever actually a, uh, put out in that regard for Ragnarok was in 2020. With the- did Corey Barlog leak that the that that game was going to happen prior to 2020? The answer is fucking yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> Cody, Cody when they said, when they said Ragnarok is coming, we all Cody, knew it was God of War. Cody doesn't even work on the game. It Dude. doesn't fucking matter. His Twitter fucking account did it. What the fuck do you mean? He teased Look, it. Yeah. I seen it. I seen it. Okay. I am fully aware. So so I'm asked Omar, was it teased before 2020 or not? If you say no, I, I wish I could get on a plane and slap the shit out of you. Because it was. Because Horizon, Horizon and, and God of War were supposed to come out the exact same year in 2021. It was teased. Yeah. It was meant to come out in 2021. But it was teased before 2020. It was. They were supposed to be launched, they, they were supposed to be launched window titles. That's why, that, that's, why, that's why we had the whole thing with Jim Ryan talking about... That's why we have the whole fiasco that we have right now with the whole you get the PS4 version of for free on Horizon, whatever, PS5. That's why we have that whole situation now. Because they were originally supposed to be launch window titles. That's why Horizon still looks like a... I mean, that's why God of War still looks like a PS4 game. He deleted that fucking tweet, so I can't look at it. He fucking did! Because he was he was teasing it before no, no, anybody no, officially no, announced no, 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 You're not going to tell me no, he wasn't, because he, no, he did. He did. He did. It exists. I don't oh, want to hear fucking hold on, uh, Omar. Me, did it happen or not? Did it happen or not? Did it happen or not? I posted the article fucking, already. Did it fucking happen let or not? Me fucking explain. He did. No, not no. I want you to read it. I don't want an explanation let from you. The, the question me, is, did it happen? Did it happen? Let me fucking yes explain. or no. We have, yes or no. On, did it happen? Hold on, hold on. Right. I'll admit. I'll I'll concede that Corey leaked it, whether he was meant to or not, because, the, again, that tweet is No, he gone. did meant to. Let, he, so what he did... Let me so finish, did, let me finish. But just so we are clear, Jube, I'm talking when it's officially given an actual tra- uh, teaser slash trailer. You understand my point, though? I'm, yes. ta- I'm talking about... I mean, we could, I mean we, could, we could go back with other big games like Last of Us 2. We could go... I mean, you go... Oh, like PlayStation. Was, yeah, give me a sec, actually. When, when did when did the Last of Us uh, two get? Let me know. You, you can continue castrating Omar. I just wanted to make sure that we're both we're both clear on what <laughs> I meant. I was ta- I was talking more from 
when an official tr- teaser slash trailer is put out by the publisher, front. not one of the people. I was talking I'm about talking when it's concrete. As well. All right. Here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing. Cody didn't delete that tweet. He actually deleted his entire Twitter. Of actually just took time off. He have a habit of doing something like that. Other than that, he actually suckered us all in. He started a small thread where he was talk- discussing about um, God, of War, God of War 2018. Mm-hmm. God of War 2018. How much uh, he enjoyed working on the, the oh, yes. You know, you know it all the all the mic-mac. Oh. However, if you uh, so he started a thread and, and started tweet, named number one, number two, number three, all the way to something 13 or 14. If you took the very first letter of, their, of every single uh, tweet and you combined it, then it turned into God. Uh, Ragnarok is coming. coming, yeah. And what, what year did, did he post that thread? Uh, that's all, that's all. Yeah, huh? 19. 19, right? I'm not yeah. den- no, I'm not denying <laughs> I, I won't deny that. I won't deny that that he teased it, but I was again, I was going purely from the stamp I was going purely from the um point so, of view of when a visual tra- a teaser yeah, trailer, trailer is teaser put trailer, out. That's me. Yeah. That's where I stand on it. And by the I way, got you. The, I mean, the last of us, it, the last of us part two, three and a half years. Was announced. Yeah. It's still a while because I thought we commented on we keep seeing the same games at oh, yeah. E3. No, no, we did. Out. We did. <laughs> that, that used that, to be a, a thing. That was that, that was a problem, but it's still again as uh, again the, uh, and uh, again it still seems like a long time, and it is. But it is also the difference between three and a half years to seven fucking years for Cyberpunk. Yeah, that, that's no, literally sure. double the fucking. That's literally double the fucking I'm length. Sure. When did they unveil um, what's called Spider-Man 2? Uh, last year, I think? Yeah, I'm expecting Spider-Man nice. to be 2024-25. I don't think it's close. Um, close in the sense that two. it's not coming out uh, six, next year. No, six months ago. Yeah, it's, it's not coming out next year. Maybe maybe, maybe give it uh, two years. No, I never said... I'd say, I'd say give it two years. Um, probably, probably 24 is a better. I said 2024, 2025. Yeah. I didn't say 2023. 2023 is next year. Like, hold on. I, I'd say, I would say a, a kind of a good benchmark would be looking at when the first Spider, when um, Spider-Man uh, was the first Spider-Man was announced. Uh, give me a second. Mm. So that was put, I know on uh, my head. That was 2016. That when legendary. Was when, 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 when was that? Did you say? 2016. You, are, you, you are correct, and it was released. Spider Man Two has to come out sooner. I think it's coming out. Was... I think it comes out. So, uh, yeah, it's, oh, um, uh, holiday 2023. Again, my point, but again, this this kind of enforces what I was saying. Like from because there was rumors of uh, Spider Man coming out before this. But again, this kind of leads to my point of Capcom and PlayStation being the ones that seem to and uh, reveal, like officially reveal a game more closer to its release than a lot of other studios. 
Sp- Marvel Spider-Man was 2016. It came out two years later. And they reveal, and they well, reveal- Inso- Insomniac pumps out. Insomniac is the one studio at Sony that pumps out games fast. So I think I, I, I think that we'll get I think we'll get Spider-Man next year, next holiday. No, 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 the original God of War was um, um, the original God of War. The very first, tra- the very first uh, trailer that was shown, the gameplay one was in 2016. It released two years later. But this is not also an Islamic thing. Uh, no, God I'm still. No, a... He said Islamic is. They talk about games fast. Yes, they do. Timely. I would say more more accurately. They 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 pump out games time. As, what what was the time frame between Sucker Punch's last game and Ghost? Um, uh, 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 Infamous game. Uh, Infamous, Infamous game. Infamous. Uh, at the PlayStation. Yeah, give me a minute. Uh, I'll look Infamous it up. game was released a few months after the PlayStation. No, he's board. talking about the span between the two games. That all right? Give me a second. Fuck's sake, because I'm the only person who. I'm one of the only people who does research. Second Son came out in 2014. Yeah, 2014. Yeah. 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 It was a while. I know six, that. No, it was years. a while. Infamous is the last game they did. That's a while. Six, it's yeah, a while. Six years. Six years. So, so Pharaoh saying it, Insomniac puts out games quickly is correct. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't those six years yeah, go, between Insomniac yeah, go, release. Go, 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 Ghost of Tsushima was revealed in 2017. It released three years. No. Ago. No. Yes. No. Go to no, it was. No, it was. No, it was. PG, PGW. Ghost of Tsushima was revealed 2016. Oh. With... Well, still, well, if they were revealed in 2016, that personal point even more. Yeah, that's that's one of those that went <laughs> a lot longer. Wait, when did it come out? It came out 2020. It did come out. It came out right now. Fuck me. It came out during the pandemic. It did. It did. It did. Wow, that, that, that felt like that kid. I'm not going to lie. I thought Ghost of Tsushima came out like two fucking years ago. Let that give you an idea. No, it came out 2020. Yeah, that's, why, that's, why had, yeah. that's why it had all the. That's why it had so much outrage. It, is. it, 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 it came out in 2020. Yeah, that's why the Icky Island DLC had so much outrage behind it. Because people paid full price for that fucking game and had to pay another $30 a year later, where other people only had to pay. Ten dollars more than, than what than what they had to pay. As far as yeah, that, 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 that's like, as far as yeah, but you you don't remember how irate I was about that that whole. Yeah, thing. that's why that's why people were, that's why that's why so many fans were upset about it. Here's the thing: as because far as the game came out in 2020, as far as a first reveal, the like the announced tra- like I don't know what 2016 one Omar is talking about. He might need to lock this up in his free time. But I'm I'm looking at the official announced trailer. For Ghost of Tsushima, which was shown at PGW 2017, it says announced trailer. Like this is the first, tra- this is the announcement of the game that was in. It actually, it was that 2073. Uh, uh, the the fucking flutes. Like we we remember no, 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 when no, they no. showed no, that. No, that, that was no, that was at E3 2018. They showed it at an earlier event. No, yeah, it was they, they, they did show it. They did show the it flute, pre- before the that. They showed, yeah, yeah, the flute, the flute was a whole thing, but then a, tra- a trailer. This was a teaser. I remember the teaser. I think they showed it with uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. Teaser, teaser, teaser. I'm, I'm, I'm looking on YouTube because honestly, here's the thing. Despite what you think, as far as when videos go up, 
YouTube is a good parameter of when get game game trailers get announced because they immediately get Either- fucking uploaded. Um, Either yeah. it's 16 or 17. It was 2017. It's 17. It came out three years later. What's yeah, the big deal? Yeah, exactly. But that's my point. Like, it's still closer than a lot of other fucking. That's that's my whole point. I wasn't saying that that they that, that PlayStation or Capcom announced them like immediately before, except Capcom, who seemed to have done it with Resident Evil. So. See, I, don't, I can't, I, I'm, not, I'm not really keeping up with Capcom, but the issue with PlayStation and when they do their reveals is that they 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 just put a date out there that they never really actually... Yes, and no, that's, the first, that's, that is a Their first date is usually not, not right. And no, it, that, that, is, that, that is true. I will I will fully fucking give you that. That That is a problem with them, and I've actually said that before. And they... But at least but, that, but, that, but it's marketing. It's mar- it's yeah. smart marketing because because that date that that date gives hype. Like, oh, we're gonna get this game next year. But then when it's delayed, you know, the hype has already been established. But, but like, like, oh, I got delayed a year. My my uh, whole point already... with my, with PlayStation and Capcom when I said that was, unlike some of these other devs, like um, like um, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Like um, we're gonna have to see with Starfield, but I. Actually, no, wait, when did Starfield first get fucking announced? That's actually a good parameter right there, actually. Because uh, fucking Ghostwire Tokyo was reaching a fucking long wait, uh, a long wait period as well, actually. When did Ghostwire Tokyo get fucking announced? Because I know it's re- re- coming out this week. Um, it got announced at a PlayStation event, so I, yeah, I think it got announced, at, it got announced at, the play, at the same PlayStation event that God of War and... Um... That God of War and Horizon and uh, Ratchet Clank got announced at. It all got announced at the same event. Uh, I it says two years ago, but I swear I've had my pre-order longer than that. But yeah, it was announced uh two years ago. They were all announced at the same event. All those games were announced at the same event. Um, yeah, E3 2019. Uh, well, this one was shown at E3 2019. I remember this being the. Uh, no, Ghostwire was announced in 2019 because I recalled this being the it was, it was, it, that was at the Bethesda show. It was teased at, a, at, the, at a Bethesda show. Yeah, because this was the very, okay. I recalled this being the very first trailer I actually ever saw of it because it ended because uh, it came off more because if you recall actually because my, my whole point with it was it came off more as a horror game until the, 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 the later one when it came off more as an action game, and I was like, I'm, I, I'm confused about this, but I'm, I like what I see. That's a game that I can wait to play. It'll come to me. No, it won't. Yes, it will. Yeah, yeah, it will come to you on Game Pass, I'm sure it fucking will. <laughs> yeah, all I gotta do is keep clicking for Microsoft Awards points. Yeah, do it right we, we are getting we are getting Deathloop and Ghostwire next, or we're getting Deathloop but, this year and Ghostwire yeah, next like year. I'm getting Ghostwire and like. What six months? Yeah, like, six months. No, five months. My point is, is I know, de- you mean death loop, right? Because Ghostwire. We're getting, we're, we're, we're getting we're getting death loop and like like yeah like okay like right. Five well, we to, to to end all of this because the Feral Feral talking for his microphone starting to give me a headache because it's so damn loud. Uh, that's no fault. Oh, let me turn my gain down. Yeah, please turn your gain down. Um, but I I think we are at the end of this because we deviate. It's so goddamn far into just a random fucking topic of uh, release dates. Uh, yeah, so, I'm wondering why we said it down. I have no idea because I, I I blame Zero for this. I don't know how, but I can't blame him. I blame you. Hey, I go with the Great floor. job, by the way. Thank you. Okay, oh, man. shit, wrong one. Any idea why? Right, Eric Shaw. Eric Shaw. Jubei, where can people find you? Yep, find me at a. Uh... 
Jubex Sensei on gaming platforms, Jubex Sensei everywhere else. Come check me out on Twitch at Jubex Sensei. Um, I don't know what game I'm gonna be streaming next, but uh, I am. I do have a review for Tunic in the works, and I need to capture some more B-roll footage, so that should be nice. out in the next couple of days. So Would can, it be spoiler-free? I will keep it as spoiler-free as I can. Yes. Nice. So. I mean, I've already beat the game twice. I need to go in and just start a new game and get some B-roll footage for it. So. Twice? Uh, does it have any, um, what's called, um, New Game Plus uh, it does. trophies? Yep. Uh, oh, okay. No. No, it does not have New Game Plus trophies. Uh, okay, I beat so... it I beat it twice. I, I, I don't want to talk about it on here. I can talk about it. I don't want to spoil okay, anything. Okay. It's, it, there's and, a reason uh, why I, be, I had to beat okay. it twice. I made gotcha. a mistake. And how big yeah. is the game? Um, wait for the review. I'm wait, not waiting, uh, no, I'm not waiting for. I'm not waiting any longer for Outro Sparrow. What can people find yes. you? Wait for the review. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Land of Pharaoh, uh, Twitter Pharaoh Bazaar. Uh, think, yeah, just look me up, Pharaoh Bazaar everywhere. I'm sure I'll pop up in some way, shape, or form on Pharaoh Gaming. Um, yeah, get your Microsoft War points. You know. And uh, get your free game passes and your $10 credits and all that good stuff. Come out. Because that's what I'm doing right now. You are. Omar, where can people find you? People can find my Carbon Core Club on Twitter and on Game Player every Saturday, either 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. It attended. Because of time change, I need to figure out the best uh, time for my show. Alright, uh, you can find me at Dante Crisis on Instagram and Twitter, uh, the Dante Crisis on Facebook. You can also find me, Dante Crisis, on uh, YouTube, Twitch, and DLive. Uh, currently doing streams of uh, Shimigami Tensei 5 still, uh, GTA San Andreas Chaos Mod, and Elden Ring. Uh, oh, and De- uh, Dragon Age 2 doing Let's Plays of uh, Halo 4 Spartan Ops and Metal Slug 3. Uh, and Zero, where can people find you? But more importantly, where, where can people find us? By the way, doing your outro while you've been gone was actually quite entertaining. It's fun, right? Like, you just sort of just start talking and you just wing things. Yep, pretty good. Um, much. You just, yeah, you just figure out how it goes. Um, but, you know, as always, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you all for listening. As always, you literally could be doing anything else, but you decided to listen to us. Or maybe you're doing something else, playing Elden Ring. Or doing playing someone else. Playing Street Fighter. <laughs> Yeah, possibly. I mean, I personally wouldn't choose us for your background music for like <laughs> doing that. But like, no, no, we, got, we got Omar. We got, we got that fire intro. We got that fire intro. Come on, come on. We got the intro. So yeah, put that intro as your background music. Thank uh, you, yeah, ringtone. But I'm I'm not here to yuck your yums. I'm here to support you. And so if that's what you want, then we will continue to keep talking and doing this. So whoever is out there, keep listening. And we promise we, we all will get through this together and we all will get you know have a good time um but of course you can find me zero.exe pretty much everywhere uh i gotta change my playstation name so i'll probably do that tomorrow um as always even though we're here we exist separately and do our own thing so i'm just going to repeat please watch uh or tune in to game slayer with omar at five or six on saturdays please hop on uh Dante Crisis streams. You usually find one of us there. Mostly me, until he's playing games that like I can't watch. Like I can't watch his Elden Ring playthrough because I'm playing Elden Ring. Oh, sure. Um, so I don't want to be spoiled by anything. But I was there. What 
was it Friday? When did you play the last uh, Grand Theft Auto? Oh, that was Wednesday next week. Last week. Yeah, it was Wednesday last week. Had some good Batman talk, so like that was a great time. Please check out Pharaoh. We, 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 we went on that fucking talk for like an hour and a damn half talking about Batman villains. It was a good. It was a good hour and a half, and a good time to like have it. Um, but most importantly, um, our our wonderful friend Kofi is back in the Twitter space. Um, so I would be remiss if I did not at least direct you guys to please go to his Twitter page. Um, I think yeah, annoyed the hell out of him. Yeah, yeah I I think within, <laughs> within fourteen now. days, um, the uh, what's the zero field release of uh, Kuro no Kisuki fan translation will be released. So, and I, I know he's doing some giveaways. So, pop on his page, get some of those giveaways. Him and the team have worked really hard for it. So, and please support them. And if you really want to get him going, just ask him about what makes uh, Trails of Cold Steel uh, great. Yes, if you want to like be converted to the church, that is all it. I, myself, used to be a member until I found a much more promising religion for myself. Um, I, I won't bring it up now. It feels like bad in taste. What I will say is that it does resemble uh, a Greek pretty mythology. excellent... Di- yeah, and if you're a fan of Disney movies and like one of the greatest movies of all time features this character in it, maybe you want to go check it out. Like I don't know, it's what's cool about it is it's like it's a Juno award-winning video game, and so like you can really lean into it. There are also two uh, actually vinyls that you can get if you're sort of into that thing. Um, but I'm not. I'm not going to talk about. It. I'm not going to talk about. It. We're going to close out. Um, I'm going to end with as always, guys. We appreciate you and thank you so much. Yes, yes, and remember, ladies and gentlemen, please keep it gaming. Okay, we out of here. Peace. It's hate the game's the game's Fuck off! <laughs> I'm on the outside looking in. And I wanna be, and I wanna be back on the inside. I don't wanna be, I don't wanna be left on the outside. All alone. In the heat in the streets, take over the west and the east. I got what you need, and those are this body of change. You rockin' with beasts, discussing the heat in the streets, take over the west and the east. I got what you need, and those are this body of change. You rockin' with beasts, discussing the heat in the streets, take over the west and the east. I got what you need, and those are this body of change.
Just in the east, they got what you need. The dosage is vitamin G. You rockin' with beasts, discussing the heat in the streets. Take over the west and the east, they got what you need. The dosage is vitamin G. Oh.